Throws it up the right oh, side, boy. and it's going to be complete. Oh, my God. He's, he beats him. He caught the ball with the The defending Heartland Conference champion, Mount St. Joseph Lions. Today's Mount St. Joseph football game is brought to you by Nesco Resource, Iron Sharpens Iron, LIT Wellness, the George Nickius Insurance Agency, Scott Lawson at PSN Sports, Neiman Plumbing, the Mount St. Joseph University, Official Investigations and Security Services, the Wishbone Tavern, Pure Lawn Organic Lawn Care, and Skyline Chili. Mount St. Joseph University Sports is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com and Mount St. Joseph University. Now, let's go to the field for today's game. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome on a bright, sunshiny Saturday afternoon to Terre Haute, Indiana, Rose Holman Fighting Engineers Institute here this afternoon for college football action. It is championship Saturday, and you can't ask for any better day to get this one underway. It's going to be about 55 degrees here this afternoon. Just barely some clouds in sight down here in southern Indiana, and this one is the one that you have been waiting for since week one of the college football season. The Rose Holman Fighting Engineers entertaining the Mount St. Joseph Lions. Both teams are 6-0 in the Heartland Conference. The winner of this game goes to the NCAA playoffs next week, where we don't know, but hopefully after this ball game, we'll be able to find out if the Lions not only are in it, but where they will be playing next week. I'm Dave Mitchell, and alongside Chuck Murray and Chuck, as we said, we have been talking about this thing since week one. Yeah. I felt pretty confident going forward after about week three that this was going to end up happening. We've been talking about it each week, each week, each week. And, I, I, you know, I felt we were going to continue to win big, which we've been able to do. And, you know, Rose has been able to keep their part of the bargain also. So here we go for all the marbles. Well, as I said, the Lions come into this one with a record of... 8-1 and one on the season, and they are 6-0 and oh in the Heartland Conference here on the road. They are 3-1 and one this season. Meanwhile, Rose Holman is 3-1 and one here at home, and they are 7-2 and two overall, also 6-0 and oh in the Heartland Conference. Taking a look at how the Lions got here, Chuck, the first three games, when you look at the non-conference schedule, at Baldwin-Wallace up in Cleveland, a 46-33 win back on September the 2nd. They came home, beat Hiram easily, 62-21. to Lost to Hope the following week, and that one is one that we just continue to lament over because of the visual evidence that the Lions had won the football game, but nonetheless, an erroneous call took that win away. They lose to Hope, 40-35. to Then comes the Hartley Conference. Manchester, 69-14 a win. Defiance, 62-21. Anderson, 77-14. Hanover 52-27, Franklin 55 to nothing, and Bluffton last week 49 to 27, leading into this one here this afternoon. The two highest scoring teams in the conference, 
and the two best defensive teams in the conference. Yeah, it's a common denominator there, Dave. When, when you're reading all those scores off, you could almost push play. It's almost the same type of score almost every game, not only for us, but for them also. Really, nobody's involved in a close game. I know their game against Hanover ended up being a one-score game, but I think they were up three scores with about five minutes to go. And to Hanover's credit, they didn't roll over. They, they came back and scored a couple at the end. But really, nobody's been threatened in conference at all. Last week, Rose Hallman, of course, they won their game against Defiance up there in Northwest Ohio, 78-54. to And their scores, really, throughout the season, Chuck, have been unbelievable. They lose to DePauw, 33-21 to to open up the season. Then at Trine, they win by two points, 30-28. to They go to Albion, they lose 48-19. to And then they rattled off six in a row in the Heartland. Anderson, 64-3. to at Manchester, 44-7. Bluffton, 52-28. Franklin, 50-35. Hanover, 44-39. And Defiance, 78-54. You could have swore that one was a basketball score heading into this one. Yeah, for sure. Again, they've, they've scored a lot of points. They've played pretty good defense. They did have you know a little bit of a problem last week, Defiance. But like you said, it sounded like a basketball game. But we definitely have the two best teams in the conference going head-to-head. That's the way it should be. You know, last game of the year, it's... You know, we really don't have a big rival as far as football. You know, Anderson has Manchester, Franklin has Hanover, Anderson has or uh, Defiance has Bluffton. But so they've matched these teams up, and it's worked out perfect to be able to play the last game of the year every year going forward here. So it, it's a great, you know, as we were talking earlier, one of the Rose Home people, we'd love to do this every year, playing the last game of the year for all the marbles. Well, this is the third year in a row that we've actually done that. Last year at Schuler Field, the Lions came away with that 40 to 31 victory. I remember when we got to the stadium, Chuck, the field just looked perfect with just a little coating of snow over all of it, and it was just an outstanding day, and the Lions ended up winning that game and the championship and the right to go into the NCAA playoffs. Yeah, it was a great great win, a great memory, a, a great statement for this program is, is because going into last year's game, and you know, you don't want to compare scores, but I remember thinking Rose had maybe beat some teams worse than we had, so you're going in maybe, hey, this might not work out for us. But you know, being at home last year, that crowd was amazing. Our kids were amazing. It was a great victory, and we're gonna to try to duplicate that on the road. Well, in that ball game for the Lions, they really came out and hit hit Rose in the mouth right away and then ended up scoring the the winning touchdown. The 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 securing the with victory late in the ball game. Right. I, I will say this, you know, even when we were up two scores until it hit the clock at three zeros, was I totally comfortable and, and actually I kind of expect a similar game today. And, you know, both teams can score both teams play pretty good defense. But again, and I've said this all year long, this isn't going to be a thirteen to ten ball game. No, and, and if it is everyone in the crowd is going to be shocked on that one. But as we always start out every week on the pregame show talking about the offense, let's talk about the defense for the Lions. They've got the second-best scoring defense in the Heartland Conference, allowing 21.9 points a game. They've got 20 interceptions this year. That has them ranked third nationally in that statistic. But defensively, they're going to lose their leading interceptor, and that is Deshaun Starks. He had seven, and he is out. He will not play the rest of the year. Yeah, that's a real shame for him. He was having such a great year. But... Again, we've said it, you know, we had really a lot of injuries this year, some season ending, but it's kind of next man up, and there's just not a whole lot we can do about it. We feel bad for Deshaun. We know he would have helped us today, but uh, 
you know, we're going to put other people out there. We feel like they can do the job, too. So, you know, again, nobody's going to feel sorry for us. No. You know, when you look at this record book 10 years from now, you're going to say, well, Deshaun Starks didn't play. That's because of his injury, and that's because they lost or something. No, it's, it is what it is. You put the next guy in there, and you play. On the other side of the coin, Austin Price is back. He played just a couple of minutes last week in the final game against Bluffton. He's back this week. He's going to be playing a lot more today. Yeah, a fifth-year senior. Austin brings experience back there, and uh, that's we, we do have a lot of experience in the backfield there, so that's going to help us. You know, you lose one guy, you lose an All-American, but you get an Austin Price back. You know, you hate to see that kind of trade-off, but uh, we'll take it because for a while there we thought Austin wouldn't play the rest of the year. Well, and we also knew leading into last week's game that Cornell Beecham was not going to play in that game, but we also knew he was going to be playing in this one. Yeah, there's no way Cornell's missing this game. Uh, you know, they've been trying to be as safe as they can with him, you know, because his body's taken a beating here in the five years he's been playing here. So, But we're hoping to unleash him today, that's for sure. We're talking about Beecham. Well... He's within striking distance of putting his name once again in the record books. He is just 228 yards short of setting a new Mount St. Joseph career record for all-purpose yardage. Unbelievable the way this kid has played. Yeah, you know, me and you have had conversations driving up here throughout the year. You know, is he the best football player Mount St. Joe's ever had? And we've had some good ones, but... You know, his numbers speak for themselves. And, Dave, the games he's missed over his career due to injuries or only playing sometimes half the game, you know, it's a hard argue to say he's not the best player we've ever had. He may be the best athlete that has ever crossed into Mount St. Joseph because of the wrestling and football. Yeah, he's been an All-American. He won the national championship in wrestling. So, yeah, he's, he's had an outstanding career. We wanted to keep going. Well, the Lions still rank third offensively, Chuck. In scoring offense at 56.3 a game and total offense, 551 yards total a game. When you start talking about those numbers, they're astronomical. They're absolutely off the charts. And like we've said, we're probably never going to see this again. Yeah, th- these are video game numbers, Dave. You know, you turn on the videos, and I, I don't do the videos. Kids do and stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's been phenomenal. And, and we've even said it many times. You know, we get to the middle of the third quarter sometimes, and we're starting to take starters out and things. So you really think if they really, really poured it on, them numbers would be even higher. You know, we talked a little bit, too, Josh Taylor, what a year he's had. The quarterback, he's been outstanding. He enters this game just two touchdowns away from breaking Chayton Tomlin's single-season record for TDs. Taylor currently has thrown 39. The record is 40. He was outstanding a year ago. He's been outstanding this year. Ever since he stepped on campus, he's been just a great addition, not only to the program but the university. Chuck, I asked you this off tape. I'm going to ask you this on on the air. Is this team best is this the best team mounts ever put on the football field yeah that's a really good question i think we'll probably have a better answer in about three hours because if they win this game i think you can put them in the conversation if they lose it'd be hard to say an eight and two team would be your best team ever but clearly with the athletes we have especially on offense but all over the place skill position wise dave i don't ever remember the depth of a team like this and like you said we we're probably never going to see it again but these coaches do such an outstanding job in recruiting developing their talent and you know maybe we will but it's a special group and the thing about it too is chuck when josh taylor came on campus we were saying goodbye to another basically all-american quarterback in chayton tomlin a four-year starter who set all sorts of records and taylor came in and has equaled him if not exceeded 
what Chayton did, and they're two entirely different quarterbacks. Yeah, Chayton more of a drop-back guy, could drop dimes left and right all over the field. I remember you know, some of the passes he threw here, like dropping the bread basket. Josh is different, as you said, but you know he, he's really made some strides in his years. I think his biggest improvement over the, especially from his first year starting now, is his just decision-making. You know, nobody's perfect, but boy, his first year, he'd really take some, what I consider really bad chances, and some, and he threw some maybe inopportune interceptions, but now, while he still has an interception here or there, I think his decision making is a lot better. This team is probably the oldest team that the Mount has ever put on the football field thanks to COVID. Right. You've got several fifth and sixth year players on this team and they played in this type of an atmosphere, not only just the last two years, but in the playoffs last year. How much of all of that, Chuck, in your opinion, gives them the experience to go and get into a game like this. You know, my father once told me, you can't buy experience. And boy, do we have experience when you're talking about, like you say, fifth and sixth year guys. And while COVID was a horrible thing for our country and the world, it really helped the Mount St. Joe football program and some of our other sports because of our, our four plus one master's program that's an exceptional program. We were able to hold some of these guys an extra year and then able to complete their you know full four years of being able to play football because the COVID year was cut short. And I think that's really, really benefited us. Here's another thing that's scary. Mariano McKenzie, he leads the Lions on the ground this season with 524 yards, four touchdowns. The Lions have nine different players that have recorded a rushing touchdown this year. Well, there's some guys on our team, and you talked about Mo and some of the other guys, they might not get into the game till the third quarter sometimes, yeah. but because they have so much depth, but and when you put them in, you're not losing anything. You know, Holt and, uh, you know, uh, I think uh, uh, what's, uh, the Ross, Gifford. the Gifford's going to play today. So, I mean, they're all outstanding backs, so... You know, in the NFL, you might have your one-man guy. For us, we got four or five players that we can just put, plug in there, and they can get the job done. And here's another thing, too. 24 touchdowns this year on the ground for the Lions, 46 through the air. That's 70 touchdowns they've scored this year. Yeah, again, it's it's a sick number. I don't. Th- I, I hope we see it again, but l- realistically, we're never going to see this kind of offensive performance probably again. If we do, we're going to be in the national tournament, maybe making some waves because it's just again. And I give a lot of the, you know all the credit to the players, but the coaching staff, Coach Webb, who works the kids out, the, the strength and conditioning coach, all the coaches, the, the you know the staff, the recruiting, just everything, the development. They've done a fantastic job, led by Tyler Hopperton. All that being said. Rose Holman has equaled us coming into this game with a 6-0 mark. And offensively, they look almost as scary as the Lions do if you look at them. And we'll take a look at Rose coming up right after this timeout. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University, where Division Three champions are made. We coach our Lions to become leaders who will win on the field and in their career. With 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities, we are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Are you ready to compete with the heart of a lion and become our next champion? Learn more at msjlions.com. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we can take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get moving! Dayton Children's. Experts you trust. Caring for the children you love. 
Odyssey now has hundreds of new exclusive music stations for you to discover your new summer soundtrack. Get moving with worthy workouts for a cardio sesh fueled by today's top artists. Hang in with your crew, throw it back with picnic party for old school jams for your cookout. Or sail away with Odyssey's new yacht rock station, Jugger Yacht. For summer barbecues, road trips, or relaxing poolside. Hundreds of new exclusive stations, plus all your favorite local radio stations and podcasts. It's all on Odyssey. Dave Mitchell and Chuck Murray right back here at Rose Holman Cook Stadium where we are just minutes away from this championship contest between the Fighting Engineers and the Lions. And Rose Holman is looking to return to the Division Three playoffs after failing last year to Mount St. Joseph. These two teams have represented the last two playoff teams in the Heartland Conference, Chuck. Yeah, they both very, very good uh, offensively and defensively. One thing I noticed about Rose the last couple of years, their non-conference record has not been great, but it almost seems like they, they want to win the games, don't get me wrong, but they're using those games to try to kind of figure out their team, what they have going into the conference, and obviously they've only had one conference loss to us in the last, what, 13 games or whatever. So they've been really, really good in the league, and you know, we had a, a little off-the-air conversation with a, one of the Rose guys before about, hey, this would be great to just play them every year at the end of the, yeah. year for the championship. Now, the rest of the league might not like that, but we, clearly we would. Well, one thing, when I talked to Hop this morning, which I want to thank him for being able to do the interview this morning, uh, one thing I asked him was, you know, he said Jeff Sokol and him uh, got together and said, can we call this a rivalry yet? Well, that's pretty much what it's turned out to be. Yeah, we talked about you know, from a natural geography or, or the way, you know, Hanover and Franklin have been rivals for many, many years. Same way with Anderson and Manchester, Bluff and Defines. We didn't have, you know, Transy doesn't have football. Earl, I'm one of the close schools. So Rose Holman, it's just kind of worked out that way. And, yeah, I think you can call it a rival now. I think we look at them and they look at us, and we're always looking over our shoulder to see what they're doing right. and vice versa. And how many times does this happen? When the coaches vote preseason for the rankings of the teams, that the two teams that are getting into the championship game are the two that they picked, yeah. Mount first and Rose Holman second. Yeah, well, hopefully they it comes to fruition and it ends up one and two. But, yeah, I, I, again, based on what everybody had back coming into this year, you know, we had a ton of guys coming back. They had a lot coming back. So, you know, here we go. I, you know, I've been telling you for the last couple hours I'm, I'm ready to go. And they are well, Coach Jeff Sokol. In his 13th year at Rose with a career record of 84 wins, 42 defeats. He's got the top winning percentage in the program history at 67%. He's led them to three Heartland Conference championships and NCAA playoff appearances in 2016 and 21. The players that we've got to watch out for today, Chuck, are Daniel Heary. He was named a preseason All-American by D3 football last year against us over at Mount St. Joseph. He had 122 receiving yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, he's he's a player that I'm sure that Coach Thompson and, and the defensive secondary, they have their eyes on. Uh, he's, a, he's a playmaker. There's just no question about it. And you, we, we talk, we're not going to totally stop him, but you, you just want to try to slow him down as much as you can, you know, bump him a little bit and get him off his game a little bit. But he's going to make some plays. Grant Ripperda is their leading rusher, 207 carries for 1,077 yards. Last year against the Lions, he ran for 102 yards and a touchdown. He leads their running attack. Yeah, I think, you know, their game plan would be they're going to try to run the football, shorten the game. If they watched our tape, which is a long time ago against Hope, we got pushed around a little bit on our defensive line. Uh-oh, it looks like there's going to be a proposal out here as, as Rose Holman's doing senior day, Dave. Well, he got down on one knee. Uh, hopefully, she looks like she probably said yes. I hope so. 
But uh, but anyway, yeah, so I, I think they're going to try to run the football, shorten the game, and, and they can throw it too. Like you say, they're balanced. So, uh, But we're balanced too. The, the numbers might not show it as much because we use so many backs, but we both can run it and throw it. So it, it, it's, you know, we're going to see what happens here in the next three hours. Bar none, the best proposal was the Boise State-Oklahoma game. Yes, it was. What They, <laughs> run the, they did the uh, Statue of Liberty. I think he ran in and then he proposed. That, yeah, it was pretty good. Well, not only there is this game this weekend, but also there's a lot going on on the campus, and Chuck will be back right after this timeout to tell you what's happening at Mount St. Joseph University this weekend. For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. Celebrate the soggy shoes and the slow starts. Celebrate the lessons learned along the way. These are the wins. Not the shiny nail-biting kind. These are the last a lifetime kind. Well, as we wrap up Senior Day festivities here at Rose Holman, there's a lot going on back on campus at Mount St. Joseph University. And Chuck, it all began earlier this week with, of course, the Lauren Hill Classic and the women's and men's basketball activities. Yeah, the men's uh, basketball team opened up on Wednesday night against a really good Wabash uh, club. Lost 71-58, but uh, had a nice second half. And then Thursday, the women opened their season against Wilmington in a high-scoring affair, one, I believe, 88-77. And then last night played... Otterbein, who's a really good club and was losing the majority of the game, came back at a great fourth quarter and pulled that out. So Coach Maisie Elson's team is off to a nice 2-0 start. We got Coach Kerrigan with the men's team. Uh, they play tonight against Wilmington, and tomorrow they'll be playing Trine. And uh, we were talking off air a little bit. Those games could be awful late tonight because we're hosting the HCAC <laughs> Volleyball Championship. We are playing Manchester at 2 o'clock, and then Rose Holman is playing Transylvania at 5 o'clock with the winners meeting tomorrow at 1. So we kind of, well, we clearly are rooting for us. We kind of think it'll be us and and uh, Transylvania tomorrow. But Rose Holman, they were the sixth seed, upset number three Hanover the other night. So you never know. That's the old, you know, that's why you play the game kind of thing. But, yeah, lots going on. Uh, the staff's working really hard. and and uh, But we're going to get through it. You know, we'll be back over there tomorrow, and hopefully we're playing in the, the championship with the volleyball. and. Toby's coming off a win, and he's got a chance to, to go 2-0 for the weekend. And Blake Watson will have the play-by-play of those volleyball games, and he is outstanding yep, at that. So he sure is. That should be very good. And Of course, tonight, later on, it will be Wilmington for the men's basketball team. And tomorrow, if you get an opportunity, stick around and watch this trying team that the Lions are going to be playing. They are Division Three. But I'll tell you one thing. They're out of Angola, and that is one of the most outstanding athletic programs in the country, not only just the area. Yeah, there was rumors they were going to go D2 at one point. Yes. They certainly had the facilities for it. I was up there, and you were a couple years for football. And their, their gym, well, we talked about off-air. It looks like a mini Centos Center. Uh, Xavier University's basketball, and they've got a great indoor facility like we do. Their football stadiums is, is incredible. they got a golf course on campus, and I could go on and on and on. So it, it, outstanding facilities, and uh, I know we played up there last year in men's basketball, and now they're kind of coming down here in our Lauren Hill Classic. So, yeah, that, they would be a, a good game to watch. Chuck, realistically, there's nothing else in the Heartland Conference football-wise that means anything other than this game. No, it really doesn't. Uh, uh, now, 
for us, but now the people that are rivals that are playing the rivalry, I know Hanover and Franklin, they have, I think, a victory bell they play for. So it does, you know, from a standing standpoint, it doesn't. But, you know, for them kids and... You know, I know Anderson and Manchester are both 0-9, but they're trying to win a game at senior day for, I think, the game's at uh, Manchester. So, you know, it, you're right. From a standing standpoint, it doesn't mean anything, but I know it means a lot to those kids to try to end, especially the seniors, try to go out on top. And what's interesting, and I want to talk about the D3 football poll this week because everything pretty much stayed the same. Um, right now, when you look at it, it is Mount Union and North Central. North Central number one, Mount Union number two, then Wartburg number number three. But what always gets me is some of these schools, they can lose a game, and they continue to stay in in the top 25, and then a team like the Mount doesn't win by more than 50 points, and they drop out of not just the top 25, but even getting some votes here. And I'm talking about John Carroll. John Carroll, 7-2. and two, They were beaten handily by Mount Union, and they stay in the top 25. The Lions, they win last week over a tough Bluffton squad, but they don't because they don't win by 50, they don't even pick up a vote. Yeah, and again, my take on all of this is that, you know, until the conference starts winning, and we had a good win at Baldwin-Wallace, unfortunately Baldwin-Wallace, they've had a decent season, not great. We lose on the road at Hope, and yeah, again, we can talk about that controversy, but until this conference starts winning a playoff game or two, it's just not going to get the respect nationally, and whether we like it or not, until they start winning a playoff game or two, it, it, unless we're undefeated. Now, if we're undefeated, and again, one play, that might have changed things, but it's just the respect factor isn't there. And until, and this is not an opinion of Chuck or Mount St. Joseph University, this is me, until the commissioner of the Heartland Conference, Jay Jones, decides that he's going to attend championship games, the conference is never going to get the respect that it deserves. That's my commentary for the day on that. We'll talk with head coach Tyler Hopperton coming up right after this. I wanted to grow my leadership skills, but with work and a busy life, how could I fit it all in? Then I learned Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's program in organizational leadership. For about one Saturday a month, I studied and refined my leadership skills alongside working professionals and top-notch professors. I'm now the leader I set out to be. The Mount's organizational leadership program helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. Lions getting set to take on Rose Holman here this afternoon. Ty Hopperton in his seventh year as head coach of the Mount. 56 wins, 17 career defeats as the head coach of the Lions. He is 45-9 and in the Heartland Conference throughout the years. 8-1 and this year, 6-0 and in the Heartland, and 3-1 and on the road. And we had an opportunity to talk to the head coach earlier this morning about today's football game with Rose Holman. Well, Hop, week one, everybody kind of figured this is where it was going to be. Now we're on week 10, and it's the Rose game. This is the third time in a row that we're playing these guys for the conference championship. It's kind of like old home week, isn't it? Oh, yeah. A couple years ago, uh, when we were paired in week 11, Coach Soko and I kind of had a small discussion about, you know, should we name it a rivalry game? Could Should we kind of see? And we thought we would maybe just kind of wait to see how things shook out. And, you know, fortunately, we haven't... Uh, had the need to name it that it's been the HCAC championship, but it's great to be back here against these guys. The last time it wasn't such a fun story, but that has kind of really piqued this team's interest, I would think. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I brought up all kinds of stuff. Uh, you try to bring up all the ghosts of football past, but, um, you know, ultimately we haven't won here since 2015. And not that any of these guys but me basically were here in 2015, but, uh, you know, definitely try to um, remind them of kind of how it's been up here. 
Hop, last week Bluffton threw a nine-man front at us, and sometimes even ten. Was that a surprise, or how did you feel like the team handled that? It was a surprise, and I definitely think it gave us some difficulty. We probably, you know, punted a little bit more than we thought and, you know, had some things. And some of it was just, you know, took some time to kind of adjust to it. We also, you know, kind of had some different O-line up there and kind of some new guys and starters, so with a new front and kind of uh, something they haven't shown. And then, you know, ultimately there wasn't a ton of rhyme or reason to it, so it was kind of hard to get, which is probably part of the plan. But, you know, ultimately I thought our guys responded, and, um, you know, it's definitely a blessing when a 49-point day is a down day for your offense. Okay, let's do a couple items of house cleaning real quick. First of all, Austin Price played towards the end. Uh, I know you didn't plan on that, or at least you told me before the game you weren't planning on that, but... Is he ready to go today? Yep. Price will play. Cornell Beecham? Beecham will play. Okay. I thought so. But <laughs> wanted to check on that with, with we, you right away. Yeah, we, he was the first one on the bus. <laughs> All right. So, Coach, 3-4 defense is what Rose plays. This is one of the few times that we've actually seen the 3-4. What kind of defense is that going to cause problems for us with today? Um you know, I think a lot of teams, you know, have gone to varied fronts, and fortunately, you know, our defense in practice does some varied fronts, so our offense has kind of seen some stuff at practice compared to maybe just what we've seen, um, you know, week to week. Um, especially compared to what we saw last week for Bluffton, I think our offense is ready for that. That's something that's given us trouble in the past, but something because it's given us trouble, you know, we've kind of turned a weakness into a strength sort of thing and kind of have a separate package, you know, for this kind of defensive front. And when you look at the 3-4, I mean, the, the linebackers, you don't know who's going to come. You don't know who's going to stay back. But they don't know if Josh is going to run the football either, and that, that kind of gives them problems. Yeah, exactly. I mean, just like last week at Bluffton, you know, that kind of stuff does give you issues, but, you know, we've been very fortunate to have athletes that we can kind of have a counter answer uh, for different things, but they'll certainly, you know, be in a bunch of disguises. They'll certainly be variable. They're not just going to be able to sit in one thing. You know, offensively, what do they do that you think is going to be a key to this game? <laughs> uh, run fast. <laughs> they, uh, you know, we've been uh, nervous Nellies, I think, on defense um, really all year. And especially on special teams, you know, those same two guys kind of haunt me on special teams um, where, you know, ultimately um, Hobbs and Heary are the two fastest dudes in the conference, one of them one of the fastest dudes in the country, and, um, you know, definitely give you challenges. But ultimately they run their system. You know, we're looking and, you know, since we last won here in 2015, a lot of their big plays and a lot of their good plays have been the same since Coach Sokol's been here. And so, you know, really just trying to um, kind of hone in on those things. But, you know, ultimately they have good athletes that make good plays. But you've done a lot of things with the special teams that have kind of pinpointed themselves towards this game, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, really, this is kind of what we've been preparing for all year, um, and especially against, you know, certain teams or certain returns or the way certain people, you know, we definitely have tried to give ourselves some different um, experience, some different personnel, you know, some different things throughout the year. That way we can throw a couple things at them today. I know Chuck and I have talked a little bit about we're anticipating somehow Rose playing a spy on defense against Josh. What does that do as far as the defense is concerned when they've got one guy concentrating on another guy? I think if they have an outside rush and a spy and kind of force him in and you're able to, um, you know, maybe kind of funnel his rush, you know, towards the spy, I think that helps a little bit. Um, I think sometimes it messes with quarterbacks a little bit when somebody is kind of stalking them a little bit. But at the same time, you know, Josh has shown that he's elusive and can get out of the pocket. And I don't know that, you know, one guy looking at him is necessarily going to keep him from running. And also I think if you do that, you're kind of giving up something else somewhere else. Final question. I know it's been different teams, different years over the last two years that we've played these, these guys. But what's the same and what's different up to now? In terms of what? In terms of the teams, as far as that. Not just personnel, but I mean, as far as how they play and, and getting into this game. Yeah, I think, I think two years ago, when we kind of fell backwards into the championship game, you know, I think everybody was nervous. Everybody, you know, I think you were focused on what happens if you win. 
what happened, you know, you're, you're kind of worried about everything else. So last year, I think we, you know, did a great job of being on a mission of, you know, kind of avenging that year, if you will, and obviously had a great run last year, and especially through the regular season in the conference, um, and having that game at home, you know, helped too in front of the home crowd, and had a lot of returners that remember that feeling in 2021, losing here. Um, but this year, you know, ultimately the focus has tried to be within. And so this year, I think our guys have just understood, hey, if I'm one of the 11 out there playing, I'm going to play my best, whether it's against our worst opponent, our best opponent, championship game, scrimmage, whatever, that it's, hey, I have a chance right now to play, and I'm going to play to the best of my ability. And I think focusing on that one play kind of helps put this game in the context. One more W. Let's do it. All right. Good luck today. Thanks, Dave. Head coach Tyler Hopperton before this afternoon's ball game with Rose Holman. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chuck Murray. We'll be back with the opening kickoff of this afternoon's ball game after this. My mom used to take Logan and I to Skyline. Since I got my driver's license, now he makes me go with him all the time and drive him there. I come home and he's just like at the door and he's like, can we please go to Skyline? I'm like, Logan, chill. We just got home. But it's fine with me because I love it too. Because it's like the one place that we actually have like a conversation. That just became like something really special for us. And now we do it all the time and we just love it. Skyline Chili, 5137 Delhi Pike. Well, the coin flip has been made, and the Lions won it. They will defer, Chuck. Yeah, I like that strategy myself. I know, you know, recently we've seen a little bit of an uptick of teams taking the ball to start the game, trying to get a score. You saw it in the Cincinnati-Buffalo game, and actually last week Bluffton took the ball against us. So, But I like, the, the you know, always knowing you're going to get that ball in the second half. So, uh, so anyway, I think that's the right decision. The little bit of wind that's going, it's going to be at our back in the first quarter. Lions are going to be adorned in their road white jerseys here this afternoon with the blue pants, dark blue numerals, gold trim, and the white helmets. And they will be going from right to left across your computer screen here today. Rose Holman in their dark maroon jerseys with the white pants. They've got the maroonish grayish I guess I should say numerals and white trim here today it will be Farsing kicking it off for the Lions and back set to return for Rose Holman is going to be Jalen Hobbs and Daniel Heary Heary number two Hobbs number four we're set to go this championship game in the Heartland Conference year three revisited Farsing kicks it off. It's going to be over onto the right-hand side. It'll be taken in by Hobbs inside the 5 at the 3. Cuts it to the middle to the 5, then to the 10. He gets upended, and he's going to be brought down. Great coverage by the Lions at the 13-yard line, and that's where Rose Holman will start it out offensively with their quarterback, Miguel Robertson. He is 161 for 242, 67% completion ratio, 25 touchdowns. On the year. Behind him will be Grant Ripperda. Ripperda, the senior running back. He's got 1,077 yards this year and 13 touchdowns. Daniel Heary out at one wideout. Ben Klein, the tight end. And it will be Hobbs and Green at the other wideouts. Great open field tackle by Jonah Smith on that. Inside the 20, as we've talked about all year round, the special teams. Hand off Ripperda right behind the left guard, and he's going to take it across the 15 out near the 17 yard line. That's a gain of about four on the play. Anthony Wright in on the tackle along with Declan Brophy. Yeah, we know special teams are going to be big today. Robertson with the ball in the center of the field. He's going to drop back. He's going to look out to the left-hand side and overthrows the intended receiver, that being Hobbs. And it's incomplete. 
brings up third down, six yards to go. Yeah, it was one of those in and out plays, that kind of Cooper Cup that, that Joey Newton runs. He went in and went back out, and he just overthrew him. Green goes out wide to the left. Slot right is Hobbs. Hobbs is their leading receiver this year with 12 touchdowns, just under 900 yards. Hand off to Ripper to Ripper to breaks a tackle. He's got it across the 20, out to the 21-yard line, maybe the 22. He's still going to be a yard shy of the first down. And we've got the first decision time yeah, I can't for either Im- one of these coaches. I can't imagine they're going to go for it here on their own 22 to start the game. But it's a yard. Yeah, they're going to yep. punt it. They're going to send in the punting unit. Yep. So Rose Holman is held three and out on their first possession, and they will bring in Andrew Toller, the senior from Bidwell, Ohio. He's been an outstanding punter, 45 yards a kick this year. Look who's back returning. Dave. Cornell Beecham back at about his own 33-yard line, 13:45 to go. Ripperda from the 22. Excuse me. Nice kick. Returnable. Put it in. Beecham at the 40. Cuts to the far side, to the 41. Straight arms an opponent. Cuts it up to about the 44, and he's going to be wrapped up and dropped right there. Yeah, good field position for the Lions. Nice nice play there by Rose Holman on special teams, but we got good field position. Again, outstanding job by the defense getting a three and out, right? That's what you want to do. Defer, three and out, get the ball in good field position. Great start for the Lions. Ball at the 30. Well, that punt was a 38-yard punt. 13-32 remaining to go in this first quarter of action. Lions have the ball for the first time, and Josh Taylor, the quarterback, 39 touchdowns. He's two away from breaking the record, and Mariana McKenzie gets the handoff off the left-hand side, 45-50 to midfield, into Roseholman territory, to the 49-yard line. That's a gain of eight for the big guy, Eminem. Yeah, nice job blocking there by Colin Kander and, and Studeville. Second and short. And the handoff to McKenzie again, and he's going to take it to the 45-yard line. Another gain of about three and a first down for the Lions. Yeah, Dave, so far running off the left side there between Colin uh, between Colin Kandra. First and ten for the Lions at the Rose 45-yard line. The big question was, could Rose with that 3-4 defensive alignment stop the Lions running game? And right now, Mariana McKenzie with 11 yards on two carries. First and ten for the Lions at the 45. Low snap, but Taylor gets it back. He's going to throw it out to the near side. Complete on the play to Pollard. Inside the 35 at the 33-yard line. That's 13 yards and another first down. Outstanding route there by Caden and a really good throw there by Josh. Lions on the move. They've got Pollard out to the near side. Ball on the near hash mark at the 32 of Rose. First and ten. Putting it in play. Taylor looking things over. He's got McKenzie just to the left of it. Mariano now moves to the right of Taylor on first down and 10 from the 32, taking the snap. Taylor, play action, looks to the left. He's going to run it himself across the 30, cuts inside. We've got a flag down on the play. Taylor gets down to about the 22, maybe the 23-yard line. And let's see what the flag is. It's going to be against Rose. I think it's going to be a hold. Yeah, hold in the secondary would be my guess. That was a big run there. Looked like about a 10-yard gain for Taylor. Lions may just accept the run and decline the penalty. They're looking over at Coach Tyler Hopperton across the way. And they're trying to decide what to do as they give him the explanation while they're actually talking to Caleb Corral. Yeah, I would think they'll take it. In you know, college, it's a 10-yard penalty. In the NFL, it's only five. So yeah, they're going to take the automatic first down. 
Yep, that's what they'll do. So the ball is going to be, they're going to have to spot it back. Well, did we, no, we, did we decline the penalty? No, it's an automatic first down. It's an, But it's only a five-yard penalty. No, it's ten yards in college. Taylor with it, looking over to the sideline. It's first and ten. Ball at the 22. Now Rose. He's got McKenzie to the left of him. Dropping back. Taylor looking out to the right. Now to the left. He's going to tuck it under. Cut it across the 25 to the 20 to the near side. And he scoots out of bounds at about the 17-yard line. That'll be about a five-yard gain. Great decision there by yep. Josh. Nobody open. He's not going to force it. That'd take the five yards and live for another day. I know that's one thing they talked about this week. Don't try to force any action. Absolutely. Second down, call it a long five yards to go, McKenzie. Right behind Taylor out of the pistol formation. Pollard out wide to the left, trips out to the right. Hand off McKenzie off the right side to the 15, down to the 14. That's another gain of three, and it'll bring up third down and three yards to go. Yeah, Lions going hurry up. Taylor barking out the signals. McKenzie just off to the right of Taylor, ball in the near hash mark. Taylor drops back, looks to the right. He's got a man open in the end zone, going up, and it's going to be incomplete. Tried to get the ball out on the right-hand side to Omar Porter. Porter's in the game. No, I think that's Beecham over there, isn't it? That was 11. No, I think that was zero. No, you're right. You're right. That is. That's Porter. Porter's playing today. That's a surprise. Yeah. So Beecham is out wide to the right. Fourth down three. Lions are going to go for it on fourth and three here, Chuck. Yeah, that's a surprise that we had no idea. Right. Pollard is out wide to the right. Trips to the far right for the Lions. Dropping back Taylor. Taylor looks into the end zone. Now rolls out to the right on fourth and three. He's going to throw it into the end zone. It's caught by Beecham. Beecham's got it at the five. Dives into the end zone for the score. Boy, give Josh Taylor the credit, and Cornell Beecham just cut it back inside and was open for Taylor, and the Lions take the early 6-0 lead. What a great play by Josh, improvising heavy pressure, rolled to his right, threw back across his body. I'm thinking that the numbers, it looked like an 11. That had to be Cornell on the last play. I'm I, thinking it had to be, the, but yeah. Yeah. Because Porter was not expected to play again this year. Farsing is going to attempt the extra point. It's up and it is good. 10.48 to go in this first quarter. The Lions take the ball down the field on their first possession and score. It's Mount 7, Rose Hallman nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Passion is love. Passion is love for what you do. I think when you face challenges, it comes down to how much you want it and how much you love it. Passion is what keeps you going forward. Seeing so many people that were like-minded and so hardworking in their sport and academics, being surrounded by like-minded people makes you want to be more passionate. I think it pushes you to a, a different level that maybe you didn't think you had. And you can do the best of both worlds and love all of it. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. 
The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Well, Chuck, that's a big statement touchdown by the Lions. It really was. Couldn't draw up any better. Defer, three and out, go down the field and score. Hobbs and Harry back set to return. They'll be going from left to right. Farson kicks it off deep, and it's going to go into the end zone and through the end zone for a touchback. Yeah, the wind's picked up a little bit, and Kyle with a strong leg there, so we'll take that again. 25-yard line, but, you know, no return. Lions on that touchdown drive. 57 yards in eight plays, 2 minutes 44 seconds, and it resulted in the touchdown to Cornell Beecham. So coming out, down 7 nothing, Rose Holman. Rose was 3 and out on their first attempt. They take it over at the 25-yard line. Ripperda is just to the right, and he'll take the handoff. Handoff, Ripperda breaks a tackle across the 30 and gets it out to about the 32-yard line. That'll be a game of seven. Yeah, he broke a couple tackles there. Really nice running there. So, second down, call it three yards to go. They've got the electronic yard marker across the way that tells you what down it is and also how many yards to go. Dropping back is Robertson. He's going to throw it out deep. He's got Hobbs. That's complete. That's Harry. Excuse me. Harry at the 40. He's going to get hit, broke the tackle, and then is brought down at the 32-yard line in Mount St. Joseph territory. 36 yards on a pass completion. Yeah, he got behind Brady Pierce there, so a big game for Rose Holman. Uh, Again, I'm assuming we got something special trying to slow him down as much as we can. Ball at the 31-yard line is where they spotted. Handoff Ripper to again. Cuts it off the right side. Puts his head down at the 20, and he's run out of bounds at about the 16-yard line. Now Rose has got something going. And here we go with the spotting game again. (laughs) You can never tell on a Heartland Conference game where the ball is going to end up. It's a guess every week. And now they've got it at the 17, first and 10 at the Mount 17. Rippered it to the right of Robertson. Robertson drops back, looks over the middle. It's knocked free and incomplete. Tried to get the ball to Hobbs. Yeah, pass was a little bit behind the receiver there, so second down and 10. Knocked down on the play by Jonah Smith, who's taking the place of Deshaun Starks here today. Starks out for the year. He got injured last week. Receivers out wide on both sides. Chase Wilkinson out to the near side. And, boy, there's a lot of movement on that line, and it'll be a penalty against Rose. Looks like 74 the left tackle moved early. 9.36 left to go in this first quarter. Mount leads at 7-0. Just a gorgeous day here this afternoon in Terre Haute, Indiana. Yeah, a little bit different than last year over in Cincinnati. Rumor was Larry Bird was going to be here, but... uh, (laughs) I haven't seen a sighting yet. 9.36 remaining. Ripper to off to the left. Dropping back. Robertson looks oh, over the middle. Pick it. Balls in the air. Oh! He's taken away by Rose. Is coming in as Hobbs, I believe, to catch that ball. It was Hobbs at about the 19-yard line. 
boy, did Rose get a break on that. That's usually one batted up, and that could have went the other way for six. They caught a big break. They actually lost about a yard, and it'll bring up third down and 12. Robertson looking over to the sideline for the call. Wilkinson is going to move to the far side. Now coming over is Hobbs on a slot on the right side. Here he is slot left. We want to keep an eye on them all day today. Ripper to the right. Now here he in motion to the near side. Dropping back Robertson. He's going to throw it over the middle. He's got here he caught the ball at the goal line. Touchdown, Engineers. Boy, what an outstanding catch by Daniel Heary and the Engineers have cut it to one at 7-6. Yeah, they, we got, they got behind us there. Was, they ran a mo him in motion, and boy, he's got a, almost like a running start there, Dave, and he just got behind us. Nice throw and catch. Coming in to attempt the extra point will be Carl, Kyle Rayberg. Rayberg, a sophomore from Brunswick, Georgia. And the holder is going to be Brock Albright. Snap is down, kick is up, it's good. 8.50 to go in period number one. Your score from Rose Holman. It's the Mount 7, Rose 7 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Repairing a sewer line in your front yard can be costly and unsightly. Say goodbye to excavations and unsightly nuances in your front yard by calling Neiman Plumbing for all your sewer repair needs. Neiman Plumbing can repair your sewer line by using their trenchless, no-dig sewer repair. Say goodbye to having to repair your lawn. Neiman's trenchless sewer repair involves installing a liner inside the sewer line to prevent future backups. Call Neiman Plumbing, 513-851-5588 for your trenchless, no-dig sewer estimate, or visit them online, NeimanPlumbing.com. Dave Mitchell, Chuck Murray right back here at Rose Holman, Cook Stadium. Rose drives down the field, and they tie the thing up here at 7 apiece on that drive for Rose Holman. Six plays, 75 yards, and a minute 58. And Lions defense is going to have to play better than that, Chuck. Yeah, they just uh, ran a lot of motion and got behind us. Oliger will kick it off, and it's going to be a short kick taken in by Powell. Powell at the 35, and he's going to take it out to the 39-yard line. Kind of like we don't want to kick to them, and they don't want to kick to us with our playmakers back there. But we'll take, hey, we're almost at the what 39-yard line, so we'll take that field position all day long. Excuse me, that was Gifford, who's back into the lineup today. He did not play last couple of weeks. Yeah. So the Lions will have it moving from right to left at the 39-yard line in their own territory. McKenzie stays in the ball game at the running back position. Beecham goes out wide to the right-hand side. Pollard is wide to the left, the near side. Powell tight end right off the right tackle. And the handoff goes to McKenzie across, right up the middle to the 50, to the 45 in Rose territory. He chops down 15 yards and a first down for the Lions. Yeah, that left side, Colin Kander and Noah Hauser, or I mean Aiden Studeville, have just opening up huge holes. They're running left. They've seen something on film, Dave. McKenzie right behind the quarterback, Taylor. Powell tied in right off the line. Fake handoff, dropping back Taylor, looking down the middle. Steps into the pocket. He's going to run it himself to the 40, and he's going to bring be brought down at the 36-yard line. Just a yard shy of the first down after a gain of nine. Another excellent decision there by Josh. I know he wants to uncork him, but he'll take the positive yard. Second one, the playbook's wide open. Out of the shotgun with McKenzie to the left. Ball in the near hash mark. Dual receivers out wide on both sides. Now Beecham in motion to the line. Dropping back Taylor. 
Looks to the right. He's going to throw it to the right, and it is incomplete. Wow. Yeah. Boy, almost intercepted out there on the far left-hand side by the nickelback Wyatt Bell. Yeah, he got Ooh. he undercut that route. Boy, I thought that might have been a pick six there. So it'll bring up third down and a yard to go. Yeah, Josh has a strong arm. He's throwing it almost all the way across the field like that. Boy, that and especially late. Beach him out wide to the right. McKenzie to the left of Taylor. Powell tight end left. Take handoff. Taylor keeps it himself. He's got the first down inside the 35 to the 32. Yeah, really good call there. Fake at the mo and go over the right side. They overloaded the left side, figuring we were going to run left. So first down the lines, they can move the chains. Taylor, three carries on the afternoon. Now he's got 13 yards. Another first down for the Lions. First and 10 at the Rose 32-yard line. We are knotted up at 7 apiece, 7.28 to go in the first quarter. McKenzie right behind Taylor. Hand off to Mo. Mo 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, inside the 5, down at the 4. Mo is running really hard, and again, off the left side, another huge hole. Them guys are doing an outstanding job on the left side. 28 yards on the carry by Mo McKenzie. First and goal for the Lions. They'll spot it just at the five. Taylor's going to keep it himself around the left-hand side, and he's going to be forced out of bounds near the two. Yeah, Lions going hurry up also. Almost like a basketball game here, Dave. Just we score, they score, we score, hopefully. And Coming into the ball game now, Eli LaFrange. Lions are going to go two tight end set. Pollard leaves the ball game. McKenzie stays in. Ball in the near hash mark. It's at the three. I would assume we just pound it in here. Receivers out wide to the right-hand side out of the two tight end set. And Taylor takes the ball. He's going to take it into the end zone. He's into the goal line. Touchdown, Lions! Yep, 6.32 to go in the first quarter. Lions lead at 13-7. Yeah, run to the left side again. That's That's been golden so far, so... This might be one of them. You know, we find, we got a stop on them so far, so we've been able to get a leg up so far. <laughs> you may be right. First team to 40 wins this game. Yeah, and it might be first team to 40 in the first half. Yeah. <laughs> Farfsing will come in to attempt the extra point. Tyler Prather is the holder for the Lions. They lead it now 13-7. Good snap, kick up, drilled right through the upright. 6.32 to go. Period number one from Rose Holman. It's the Mount 14, the Fighting Engineer 7 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Sometimes circumstances require the services of a private investigator. And when that happens, contact Official Investigations and Security Services in Cincinnati. They specialize in surveillance, insurance fraud investigations, workers' comp, witness location and protection, accident reconstruction, and stolen auto and construction equipment. Official Investigations and Security Services also provides mobile notary services throughout the tri-state area. So for your needs, call the best. Courtesy, professionalism, experience, and results. Official Investigations and Security Services at 844-263-3424. Well, the Lions, after that drive, have taken the lead 14-7 here this afternoon with 6.32 remaining to go in this first quarter of action. That drive by the Lions, 7 plays, 61 yards, 2 minutes, 15 seconds, resulting in the touchdown by Josh Taylor. Farsing will kick it off. And back set to return is just Hobbs alone 
And Hobbs is going to take it in at the 5. He's going to cut it right up the middle to the 10. To the 15, and he's going to get hit and dropped at the 15. Lions are really concentrating the kickoffs, Chuck, over to one side. Yeah, they don't want him to get a running start. They're trying to kick it away from him as much as they can. That was an outstanding uh, tackle there by Nada, or I'm sorry, Patrick. Uh, uh, I'll get this right. Then we got a double Brady Pierce. We got all these double numbers. <laughs> and again, they're starting on the 15. Our special teams has been outstanding this year. Robertson, three of five, passing 59 yards. Ripper to 30 yards in the first quarter on four carries. Receivers out wide on both sides. Handoff goes to Smith, who's into the ball game for the first time. He's going to be stacked up at the 15 and dropped right there. They've got Chuck, they've got him at the 16-yard line. He didn't even come close to the 15. Yeah, they stacked it up pretty good there now. Yeah, they're going to spot it right at the 16. The way they've spotted the football this year, the officiating crews in the Heartland, it's been a joke. I mean, you never know if it's a yard ahead, a yard behind. And they've got him at the 16, a yard game. Handoff goes to Smith again. Smith right to the 17, maybe the 18-yard line. Now they're going to put him at the 19. I, I don't get it, Chuck. I mean, he, they're going to give him a gain of three yards on the play, and he maybe got a yard and a half. I'll just say we have a bad angle. How about that? Okay. <laughs> so we the passing situation here. 19-yard line, third down, seven yards to go. Robertson is going to take the snap. Fake handoff. Looks up oh, the middle. He's got to be wide Robert. open on the play. At the 50, he's going to be at the 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Brandon Green. Out of Dixon, California, 5'11", 180. And boy, did the Lions DBs really make a miscue there. Yeah, they just, I, I just, you can't say anything. They just blew the coverage. I don't know whose fault it was. I'm not going to try to speculate, but there was no one within 30 yards of him. That's about as easy as touchdown as you can get. And unfortunately, we have him third down backed up, and boy, just give it to him. 75-yard, I think, touchdown catch on the play. And into attempt the extra point for Roses River. It's a good snap. And it's down, and it is oh. drilled off the upright. No good! could come back to play at some point. 5.22 left to go in the first quarter. There's an official timeout on the field. Mount 14, Rose 13 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. What or who is Nesco Resource? We're a nation of individuals who are passionate about helping our communities and the people in them. How do we do it? We find companies that need staff and we match them with talented people to do great work. With so many openings in your area, we can help you find the right fit for your schedule, for your skills, and for your life. With Nesco, you're closer than you think to your next opportunity. Think better. Feel better. Be better. At Iron Sharpens Iron, 5229 Montgomery Road in Cincinnati, train with passion and purpose. Be challenged by the three core principles, strength, core, and cardio. Make yourself better mentally and physically. Iron Sharpens Iron provides a fun and effective fitness training that you'll love. Try one of their six different programs, the Iron Circuit, Early Burn, Thrive, The Good Fight, Trinity, and Super Saturday. Ready for a better gym experience? Get to Iron Sharpens Iron today, 5229 Montgomery Road in Cincinnati. Well, the Lions find themselves up on the scoreboard, but defensively, they are one for three. 14-13, Mount, ball taken in oh, short, boy. and Gifford missed the ball, but then he went back and jumped on oh. it. 
at about the 27-yard line. One of the upbacks, Jackson Gifford, tried to catch the short kickoff. Yeah, that's becoming a trend, so boy, we caught a break there. Wow. Lions get it back. Yeah, turnovers, and, you know, they missed the PAT, which could come back into play, but, boy, you can't turn the football over like that. No, you not You got at all. lucky there, boy. Mm. So the Lions have it. With 5.18 remaining. First quarter of action, 14-13. Receivers out wide on both sides. Taylor now has Gifford in the backfield with him. Just to the right. Gifford, his first appearance at the running back position. Powell now moves slot left. Now Gifford is going to move up right behind the left guard, Studeville. And now the Rose drops back. Taylor is going to throw it out wide to the right-hand side, complete on the play at the 30, struggling forward and being pushed out of bounds on the play. At about the Newton. 29 is Newton. Yeah. Yeah, they were showing blitz and they dropped back out of it, Dave. So they're trying to mix their their, their you know their defenses up and try to confuse us. Eight-yard completion on the play, second and two. Ball just shy of the 35-yard line. Again, Gifford to the right of Taylor. Handoff goes to Gifford off the left side. He's going to get hit, struggles forward, and he may be close to the first down after that spin. Nope, they're going to put him right back at the line, I guess. Yeah, that's a nice run there because it looked like about a two-yard loss, and now it looked like the – yeah, they did. It's about a yard and a half short. Yep. Third down, a yard to go for the Lions. Taylor, look out for the sneak as they're looking over to Coach Coral on the sideline. Gifford to the right of Taylor. Receivers out wide on both sides on third and one. Taylor's going to keep it himself. Puts his head down. First down at the 30, and he's out to the 40-45 yard line. That's going to be a gain of about 11 on the play and a first down for the Lions. Yeah, keep moving the chains. You know, pressure's on our offense. We've got to keep scoring right now. And a nice call there by Coach Corr. Good execution by the offensive line and a nice run by Josh. Ball at the 45-yard line. We're under four minutes to go in the first quarter. 14-13 mount. Dropping back Taylor, play action. Looks up the right side, now to the left side. Rolls out to the left. He's going to throw to the near side, complete to Zane Dine. And Dine gets the catch in Rose territory at the 48-yard line at gain of eight. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, when you slide and you're down, no, you know, you're, you don't even have to touch him down because the knee's down. But there was guys flying open, and uh, the offensive line did a great job there. Josh had plenty of time to throw. Zane's 19th catch of the year. Second down, three yards to go at the 48 of Rose. Taylor with Gifford, hands it off to Gifford off the left side. First down inside the 45, brought down at the 41. That's I'm a gain of five. I'm assuming, I'm assuming when they see the three-man front like that, they're just going to run the football, and Coach Coral's going to call runs, and then when they come up and show a five- or six-man box, they're going to throw it. First and ten Lions at the 41. Three-man right here. They don't go normally with that 3-4 defense. Gifford to the right. Moving in motion is Beecham. Now cuts over the middle. Now there's a Newton. Taylor directing traffic. Rolls to the right. Looks upfield, and he's just going to turn and throw it upfield oh. and over the head of Beecham incomplete. I think he was trying to throw the ball away, and it came closer to Beecham than Taylor thought it might. Yeah, he was open. It was just a tough throw for Josh. Throw, rolling to his right, throwing on the run. Good protection. Just uh, couldn't find anybody open there. So it'll bring up, call it second down, 10 yards to go. Taylor 
Looks over the defense. Again, 3-4, and boy, they're stuffing the middle. Yeah. And the handoff goes to Gifford around the right side. He's got some room around the left. Takes it across the 35, and he's going to be shoved out of bounds after the first down run at the 30. That'll be a gain of about six and a first down for the Lions. Yeah, if I'm calling plays, I see him in that three-man line. I'm running the football. Especially when they're getting right up, bunched up on the center, Cody Hobson. Yeah, because our lineman can get downfield and make two blocks. Now they've got four men down and a couple linebackers coming up on the line. First and ten Lions at the 30. Taylor drops back, throws out to the right. He's got to complete to Newton at the 25-20. Breaks a tackle, and he's slammed down at the 18-yard line. That's going to be enough for another first down after 12 yards. Yeah, Joey slithered out there, got open, spun around a little bit, and picked up the first down. Taylor, first and 10 at the Rose 18. Boy, if you wanted offense, <laughs> today's your day. You've come to the right place. Yep. McKenzie's into the ballgame now for the Lions at the running back position. Taylor drops back, cuts to the left, now goes back to the right, now back to the left again, throws it to and he's got Beecham in the corner, touchdown Lions! He did it again, Josh <laughs> yeah. stayed alive long enough for Beecham to get open, and the 18-yard touchdown pass, that's his 40th. That, that, he's incredible, Dave. I mean, what a play by Josh Taylor. You know, he's running around back there. Kind of looks like for the old folks out there, Fran Tarkenton, and he spots Beecham in the back of the end zone. What a play. Lions by seven. Now Farsing will come in to attempt the extra point with 2.01 left to go. Farsing to our left. Puts it up and drills it right through the uprights. 2.01 to go in the first quarter. Your score now, Mount St. Joseph 21, Rose 13 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Is your business ready to increase productivity while transforming health outcomes and lowering health insurance costs? I'm Tanya Fosnock-Jolliffe, founder of LIT Wellness Solutions, where we're helping companies ignite a safer and more productive workforce while improving health outcomes through intentional lifestyle as medicine solutions. Visit LITWellnessSolutions.com today and let us help your company change how you view wellness programming. Two touchdown passes today, Chuck. Bye. Josh Taylor, and that gives him the all-time single-season touchdown passing market mount. Yeah, congratulations to Josh. We've got a long way to go in this game, so hopefully they can add four or five or six more. But <laughs> he's been outstanding so far as the whole offense has been. Hopefully defense, we can shore it up a little bit and try to extend this lead. But what an offensive performance so far. 21 points, still 201 to go in the first quarter. But congrats to Josh. I'll tell you, if he was here, first guy to shake his hand would be Chayton Tomlin. Yep. Absolutely. Hobbs and Heary back set to return. Farsing's going to kick it off, and he kicks it off, corners it again inside the 5, and it's taken in by Harry. Harry to the 10, to the 15, cuts it up the near side, 20, 25, 30, and he's going to be run out of bounds outside the 35, near the 38-yard line. Basically, the lines are saying, hey, you know, we can kick it deep and we can cover it. That time, they he, nice run back out to the 38-yard line. You know, a great player is going to make one of them runs. Uh, every once in a while, but for the most part, our special teams have been really good so far today. Ari Turner chased him down and pushed him out of bounds at the 38. Hopefully we get this pass defense a little bit uh, shored up a little bit. Out wide to the left, Chase Wilkinson. Coming out wide to the right-hand side is Daniel Heary. Now moving a motion to the tight end. That's Klein. Handoff goes to Rippert, and Rippert is going to get hit behind the line but struggle forward and get 
right back to the 38-yard line. No gain. Looked like uh, Rutherford was in there, along with Schlensker. Here he is slot right for Rose. Coming out wide to the right-hand side is Elijah Silva, a junior, out of Indio, California. Dropping back Robertson. He's going to throw it up the left-hand side, and it is incomplete. Yeah, good coverage. Absolutely great coverage by the Lions. Looked like Andrew Pierce out there, and it was. Yeah, it was really outstanding coverage. He tried to hit, you know, almost, I call it the miracle throw on the sideline there. Really tight coverage. So third and long. Third down, 10 yards to go. Robertson in this ballgame, four of six passing. 140 yards thanks to that 81-yard touchdown pass. He's got Ripper to the right of him. Ball on the far hash mark. Lions showing blitz at the line. Now Ripper moves over to the left-hand side. Lions looking, here they come, dropping back, Robertson throws over the middle, complete to Hobbs, Hobbs at midfield, has the first down, he's going to get inside the 45 of the mount, and down to the 40. Yeah, I I like the blitz call there to put pressure on him, unfortunately we let the guy over the middle, I'd much rather make him throw outside the numbers, but a a good throw under pressure. It's a gain of 20 at the 41-yard line, first and 10. Here he is, slot right, handoff ripper to off the left-hand side, being patient, cuts it inside the 40, and he's going to be pushed out of bounds inside the 35, near first down marker at about the 33-yard line. Yeah, Evan Slensker on the tackle, but boy, they're, they're second in the foot. They can do anything. Your playbook's wide open for them. Hobbs comes out wide to the right. Here he's slot right, so they're both on the same side. Now moving a motion, Klein, the tight end. handoff off Ripperda. They're just going to go for the yeah. first down. They've got it at the 30, and he pushes forward to about the 29. A gain of a couple, but a first down for the Engineers. They could choose to let the clock run out, but boy, the way they're hurrying up, or they could try to just draw us off sides. Let's see what happens here. We're down to 13 seconds. 21-13 mount here in the first quarter, and it has been back and forth. Here he slot right now. He moves in motion to the line. Fake handoff. Dropping back Robertson. He'll keep it right up the middle and going to be dropped at the line of scrimmage by Newbolt. Yeah, nice open field tackle there. No gain on the play, and that'll end the first quarter here from Terre Haute. Your score at the end of one in this championship encounter. It's the Mount 21, Rose 13 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. We're there to serve, make sure we're creating a fair atmosphere for both teams, upholding the integrity of the game. I chose to be an official. It's the best decision I've made. In life, things aren't scripted. Games aren't pre-scripted. You know, I got into officiating because my father was an official. Officiating was part of our family life. It wasn't just the game. You get to be outside, you get to like experience the game. It's so much more fun. You can get a lot out of it. If you're an athlete, we need people like you and Translate those skills to officiate. It helped me become not only a better official, but a better person. It happens in every town, in every game. We never have a perfect game, but the rewards always outweigh the negativities. And it's just been wonderful. Dave Mitchell, Chuck Murray back here at Rose Holman, where the Lions now will be going from Left to right across your computer screen. Rose with the basketball. Excuse me, the football. <laughs> in possession. 
Boy, it's been a jumbled weekend, hasn't it? It sure Volleyball, has. basketball, football. Second down and 10 yards to go from the Mount 29-yard line. Robertson hands off to Ripperta right up the middle. He's going to get hit at the line, then put his head down, and he's going to struggle forward inside the 27-yard line near the 26 for a gain of two. Yeah, I think Rose Holman's using this as like, that was kind of like their first time. They know they're in four-down territory here, so they're just, they use that as a first. So they feel like it's a second down, even though it's third. Third down, eight yards to go. For Rose at the Lions' 27-yard line. Klein in motion, the tight end. Handoff, Ripper to right up the middle, and he takes it to the 25-yard line. Probably the 24, that's going to be a gain of about three, Chuck, and if they're going to go for that play on third down, you know they're going for it on fourth. Yeah, that's what I said you know, before. That they're just using that as the one less down. So that's there's their fourth down play. Fourth down. They call play. it a long five. Yep. These are these are the plays that determine winning and losing. They need to get to the 19 yard line, and they're at the 24 right now. Ripper on the right side. Klein in motion to the far side. Robertson takes the snap. Rolls out to the right. Good protection. Throws over the middle. He didn't make line. It. He's caught it at the 22-yard line, and he didn't get any farther on the play. Yeah. Brady Pierce Brady and Pierce. Andrew Pierce. Yep, yep. Outstanding job by the Lion defense. Boy, what a nice job. And the Lions hold Rose Holman on fourth and five, and they take the ball over at their own 22-yard line. Huge defensive stand. Huge. Lions leading at 21-13. We've played a minute 10 of this second quarter. Lions have the football now. McKenzie back in the ball game at the running back spot. Here comes Rose, and McKenzie gets the handoff outside the 25 to the 27-yard line. Moe is running really, really hard today. He looks really good. Moe in the ball game, six carries, 62 yards. Second down, five yards to go from the 27. McKenzie to the left of Taylor. Ball on the far hash mark. Beecham out wide to the left. Dropping back Taylor. Looking to the left. He's going to throw it in the middle. He's got Beecham at the midfield. Beecham and then is undercut at about the 47-yard line of Rose Holman. Nice route there by Cornell. Josh hit him right in the button there. 26 yards on the pass completion. And the Lions have it first and 10 in Rose territory at the 47. 13.09 and running left to go in this first half of action. Coach Coral doing a great job mixing the run and the pass. Powell tight end off the right guard. Hand off McKenzie right up the middle to the 45. Inside the 45, down at the 44, gain of four. Yeah, even our bad runs are getting three and four yards. So This offensive line's really doing a nice job, they really Chuck. Are. We talked to Coach Bailey at breakfast saying they've been doing well and He's proud of but I know he's always wanting more, and they're yep. doing a great job so far. He and Andrew Weeks. Yes. Second down, seven yards to go. They just gave him a gain of three. Pollard out wide to the right. Newton slot right. Taylor drops back, looks to his left for Beecham. Rolls out to the left, directing traffic, throws over the middle. Oh, he's got no. the man that's Beecham, and Cornell yeah. dropped the football. That's very, very, very unusual for Cornell. Looked like he let the ball get through his hands into his pads yeah. and it just popped out. He's hit himself on the helmet. He knows he's upset with himself. But, again, a great job by Josh avoiding the rush. He looked like he was in trouble three or four times. They were able to throw it back across his body, a good throw. So third down for the Lions. 
Third down seven, trips out to the far side in the bunch formation. Pollard out wide to the right-hand side. Taylor drops back, looks upfield from the 44. Throws it deep into the end zone. He's got Newton. It's over his head incomplete. Yeah, he went for the home run there. I, I would assume the Lions will punt it away here, but let's see what happens. Well, you've got they're the eight-point lead, the offense staying on the field. Yeah, they're going to stay. This well, is kind of in the no-man's land area. You've got Josh out there, and we've yeah. seen Pooch punt it before. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Lions set up. It'll be fourth down seven from the 44 of Rose. Taylor right. looks over to the sideline. I think they're trying to get him to jump. Powell now is going to move over and line up tight end right off yeah. the right tackle. Now Josh is going to drop back. Looks like he's going to pooch punt it. Yeah, and they know it's the punt's coming, too. And there he goes. He'll just pooch it. Yeah. And a good punt. It'll go out of bounds. Well, not a good no. punt. Well, he tried yeah. to corner it, and it went out of bounds near yeah. the 30-yard line. That's just going to be a 15-yard punt. Yeah, I, I like the strategy, just not the execution there, unfortunately. So, yeah, we were hoping to pin him in about the 10 or 15-yard line. But defense, they, they stopped us. we got to come up with another stop here. 12-12 left to go in this first half. At the end of the first half, Chuck will be down on the sidelines to talk with head coach Tyler Hopperton. Robertson, the quarterback. Robertson so far in the game, 6 of 9, passing 160 yards. Hand off Ripper. That Ripper is going to get hit right at the line and be dropped for maybe about a yard loss. Back to the 29, Chuck. Our defensive line is winning the line of scrimmage battle right now. So they're going to be forced to start throwing the football. You know, we told you coming in, this is the lightest offensive line that we had faced. They averaged 261 yards across that, or pounds across that front line. Yeah, right now our defensive line's winning the battle here. Hobbs comes out, slot to the left-hand side. Here he is slot right. Dropping back Robertson, looking upfield. He's going to get hit as he throws oh, down the middle, and it is caught. Oh, he dropped, and he dropped the, the ball. ball. It's fumbled, and the Lions, I believe, has recovered the football. Now, what are they going to do now? Now I think Rose Holman, if they're going to give it to him or say it was an incomplete pass, they're going to talk they're about gonna it. They're going to talk about it, and when and that gonna happens. They're going to give it to him. Yep, you know what's going to happen now. Did he get it back, Chuck? Yeah, he did. It looked like we were going to jump on. They're going to say catching a fumble. All the way know. down to the Mount 43-yard line. Another wide receiver running wide open. Good hit. Dropping back. Now hand off to Ripper to Ripper to hit right at the line. Struggles and can't get away from Anthony Wright. Yeah, Anthony all over the place there. We saw him at breakfast this morning. Yeah. I wanted to go up to him and introduce myself because he says we never say his name. <laughs> this entire team just seemed very calm. That I was just watching the replay. That should have been an incomplete pass. You have to make a football move. and But, yeah, you know, it's going 100 mile an hour. The referees don't have the benefit of replay. Robertson puts Heary in motion to the far side. Fake handoff. Robertson hit as the he throws. Route. He's got Heary oh. wide open, and he went out of bounds wow. with an incomplete. What a break. Boy, he was wide open uh, again. Yeah, boy, I, we're just. I, what are they doing, Chuck? I, well, I think what happened there is I think our DB fell down or slipped. But that's a nice route. That was, yeah, we slipped over there. So caught a break there, third and long. But, yeah, we're going to have to tighten it up a little bit or it's going to be a long day. Third down, a long nine yards to go. Ball at the 43-yard line of the mount. Dropping back Robertson. Looks upfield. 
He's going to run out of the pocket. Gets tripped up. Can't find anybody. Now he dives forward for the first down inside the 35 at the 32. Yeah, good coverage down the field. He just kind of slithered out of there and just couldn't quite get him. And Again, we got Josh running for first downs. That's really big when your quarterback's mobile. 13 yards on the scamper. First down Rose at the 32 amount. Now they'll put it at the 31. Hobbs to the left. Handoff ripper to right up the middle. Takes it to the 30, to the 29, where he picked up a couple. And they're going to keep feeding him the ball. They're going to try to wear us down. You know, even if they only get two or three yards, Anthony right in on the tackle there. So they're going to keep feeding him, but, boy, they've been able to do almost what they wanted in the passing game. Well, I'll tell you what, we've got a three-minute advantage in the time of possession. They better do a lot more to wear our defense down. Second and seven, handoff Ripper to right up the middle, takes it to the 27. That'll be a gain of a yard, brings up third down and seven yards to go again. And now the Lions have somebody, no, that is Rose yeah. Holman has somebody down and one of the offensive linemen. Yeah, it's hurt there. Brady Buller with an outstanding play, open field tackle there. So, again, we got him in about third and looks like about, what, six Seven days, yards seven, to go. Yeah, six, seven yards. So There's a man down on the field. We'll take an injury timeout also, 9.42 left to go. First half, your score, Mount 21 Rose 13 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. This is Dave Mitchell for the George Nickius Agency. George continues to enjoy working with all of you and helping to customize an individualized program on Medicare supplements or Advantage plans. George can simplify the process and help you get into the type of coverage you need. Don't leave your future to chance. Make sure you're covered financially and physically. The George Nickius Agency, serving the community since 1986. Call George Nickius today at 513-733-1255 or stop by the website, georgenickius.com. The George Nickius Agency, reliable, respectful, and Responsive service. Prepare your lawn organically with safety and peace of mind by calling Pure Lawn Organic Lawn Care in Cincinnati and Dayton. Pure Lawn Organic Lawn Care is a family-owned lawn service creating beautiful and healthy properties. Pure Lawn's treatments are based on natural and organic materials. Cheaper chemical lawn programs weaken the grass and roots. Pure Lawn feeds your lawn a healthy diet of plant nutrients by using 97% less chemicals. Pure Lawn Organic offers free service calls. Pure Lawn Organic Lawn Care is the leader in Cincinnati and Dayton. Call today, 513 Dylan Page, the injured left tackle for Rose Holman. He walked out of his own power. Casey McQueen, the sophomore from St. Leon, Indiana, will take his place. 6'3", 250 at that left tackle position. Third down and seven. Big play for Rose. Dropping back Robertson. Throws over the middle. Incomplete. Tried to go on the left-hand side to Chase Wilkinson, and he... Couldn't bring it in. Yeah, they so ran fourth and yeah, seven. Yeah, I'm sorry, Dave. They ran a slant there, and the lines were ready for it. He kind of saw us coming at him, so I, it got, got a little bit of short arm there. So fourth down, another big fourth down play here. So the ball right at the 27-yard line of the mound. Fourth down, seven yards to go. Wilkinson goes out wide to the right. Hobbs is wide to the left. Here he in the slot at the right. They're going to hand it off to Harry. Now an inside hand off to Ripper. The ball loose. Lions got it. Didn't matter. They weren't yep. going to get the first down anyway, but the Lions recover the fumble at the 31-yard line. Yeah, big defensive stop there. Little razzle-dazzle they were attempting and a mishandle the ball, and Lions take over at their own 31. Big, big stop. Any stop in this game's a big stop. We thought, Chuck, coming into this game that these teams would have a wrinkle or two for each other, and that might have been the first one we saw. Yep, yep. That's... Uh, they remain patient with the run, trying to establish that, and they're making some runs, but 
where they've hurt us in the passing game. I'm surprised they haven't went a little bit more to the passing game. Taylor, the quarterback, 7 of 12, passing 100 yards. Two TDs. Powell in motion, go, lines up on the right-hand side now. Handoff goes off to McKenzie. McKenzie to the 35-40, and he's tripped up and brought down at the 41-yard line. That's a gain of 13 and another first down. Yeah, nice hole over on the right side there, Bart. Our offensive line on the right side, Donnie Lewis and Devin Salyers. Eight carries, 78 yards for Mo here this afternoon in the first half. Ball at the 42. Newton moves in motion. Hand off to Newton on the jet sweep around the left-hand side. Takes it across the 45, out to the 48-yard line. That's going to be a gain of about seven on the play. Bring up second down three. Long three. Yeah, nice jet sweep there. You know, it, it, you couldn't tell if Josh was going to give it to him or not. That's what you want your play to look like. Pollard out to the right side. Newton slot right. Powell, the tight end, lines up right off the right tackle. Off the line. Beecham wide left. Hand off McKenzie again, cuts it off the left side across midfield into Rose territory, and he has got the first down at the 48-yard line of the Fighting Engineers. Again, I've seen Moe's looked really good this year, but today he just looks like a man possessed the way he's, he's running fast and hard, and he's running downhill. 8-19 left to go in this first half. Lions leading it by 8, 21-13. Taylor looking things over. Play clock, not a threat. Down to 17 now. Taylor drops back, looks upfield. Great. Trying to find somebody. Boy, good protection. Throws it over the middle. Oh! It is incomplete to Powell. Powell juggled the football and almost juggled it long enough for one of the Rose Holman defensive backs to come in and intercept that pass. Yeah, that could have been a pick six. I think Gary was trying to run before he caught the ball and bobbled it up in the air, and that could have went. That could have been disaster. Cheku Sal almost came in and intercepted that ball. They're all American safety. Again, Josh with a good decision. Second, the, I'm sorry, Garrett was the open player. Second down, 10, ball at the 48 of Rose. Good snap, handoff McKenzie around the left-hand side. Got some room, 45, run out of bounds near the 42-yard line. And that's going to be a six-yard gain. It'll bring up third down. And about four yards to go, Chuck. Yeah. They, they could either run it or throw it. Either option here. It'd be tempting to give it to Mo again the way he's running. 7.40 and running left to go in the half. Dropping back Taylor on third and four. He's got a receiver. Pollard complete at the 35-yard line and out of bounds. That'll be a first down for the mount. Good route there, run, and a really good throw by Josh. First down, Lions on the 34. Those are long throws, you know, when you're throwing uh, those outs there on the sideline. Now we got Devin Holt in the backfield, Dave. Devin Holt has come in. So is Dine. Dine's back into the ballgame for Beecham. Newton is slot right. Rose showing blitz. Here they come. Hand off Holt. He'll cut through a left tackle hole, but he's going to be stopped up after a couple-yard gain to the 32-yard line. Positive yards, you know, you want to get more on first down, but you know, now uh, Moe's going to come back in. But, yeah, second and eight, you're in inside the 35, so I'm thinking it's four down territory here anyway. Moe probably just needed a little breather or tie his <laughs> shoe or something. Yeah. 6.45 and running, 21-13 mount. And they, they rotate the back slot, but Moe's hot right now. Second down, nine yards to go for the Lions. It'll be a, sh a short nine. Oh, two guys in motion. Now they just got to get set. Yep, they're, they're set. They're set. They're set. The crowd is screaming. Now Newton is going to move in motion. 
And the handoff goes to McKenzie. And McKenzie there takes he goes. it to the right side. There he goes. 25-20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, McKenzie. Again, he's running like a man possessed, Dave. I'm not sure, but the Rose defense seemed confused by all of that motion that the Lions put in play. But when you've got two men in motion, you just have to get them both set right. for a second. That's correct, yep. And it's almost like you said, they almost froze like what's going to be a penalty against the Lions. So right. Boy, he's running. I, I can't. He's running really well. He is today. 6.22 to go in the first half. Lions leading at 27-13, farsing for the extra point. Prather looks back at him. Kyle says we're ready, and now a lot of movement on the line. Ball's going to be blocked, but the officials blew that play dead before the ball was ever kicked, so we'll do it again. Yeah, it looked like they moved first, but I guess they maybe didn't cross the line. Let's, they're going to call a false start. Yeah, I thought the left guard did some moving for us okay. first. All right, well, now it's... Might have been the entire offensive line rather than the center. It becomes a 25-yard extra point. <laughs> So they'll mark it back to the 8-yard line. They'll kick it from the 15. So it makes it a 25-yard, as Chuck said, extra point. A lot of movement on that line. This is an important extra point for the Lions. Good snap kick by Farsing is up, and it just got through the right upright. 6.22 left to go in this first half. It's now the Mount 28, Rose 13 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. BSN Sports is the official athletic supplier of Mount St. Joseph University. If you need anything for your team, league, or complex, contact Scott Lawson of BSN Sports today. BSN Sports is the largest local sporting goods provider in town. They manufacture bleachers, benches, netting, foul poles, padding, goalposts, sleds, football dummies, and screens. And if it has to do with your athletic complex, gyms, courts, weight rooms, baseball and football fields, track and field, or outfitting your teams, call BSN Sports today. Scott Lawson, 513-702-5646. Well, after the Farsing extra point that just barely got in the right upright, it is 28-13, the mound on top of it, with 6.22 left to go in this first half of action. Chuck will make his way down to the field here in just a little bit to talk with head coach Tyler Hopperton here at the half. Farsing will kick it off. Hobbs and Heary are back set to return, and they are back deep at about the five. Farsing has got the wind blowing into his face. You would think he'll angle this, and he drives it down the middle of the field, and it looked like a fair catch yeah. taken by Heary, but he runs it oh across the 20-25, out to the 30, spins forward across the 35. They're going to give him forward progress out to the 37. I thought he put his hand up. Yeah, Scott. it did kind of look like that, and... Yeah, that's. it did look like he, I don't know, he probably is going to say that he was shading his eyes from the sun, but it, it, you could have read it that way, that's for sure. Well, I'll tell you what, Iowa would love to have put their hand up like that a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, Kirk, Kirk Ferentz about yeah. that. Yeah. So they're going to give Rose the ball out at the 37-yard line. It would be interesting to see that on film later on this week. Robertson with Ripper to right behind him. Fake handoff, Robertson. Looks upfield, he's got Hobbs, and Hobbs caught the ball inside the 30 at the 27-yard line. They're going to call it a good catch. Yeah, that was, that was really good coverage. He just made an outstanding throw and catch, and I actually expect them to start throwing the ball a little bit more. I'll tell you, Robertson has got a nice touch. Yeah, he the, does. Not really nice touch. 
28-13. Lions with the lead. Rose trying to get back into this thing. Ball at the 27-yard line of the mount, first and 10. Robertson drops back, looks Blitz. to the left, throws a little flare pass out into the flat, and it is complete to Ripperda, and he's going to be knocked out of bounds at the 20. That's a gain of about eight on the play. It'll bring up second down and two. Coach Thompson showing some different looks on defense to try to slow these guys down a little bit. Second and two, ball right at the Mount 20. Hobbs to the left, here he slot right. Hand off Ripperda. Ripperda's got the first down inside the 20, and he's upended at the 14-yard line. Dave, uh, down in the Harrington Center, the Mount won game uh, set number one against Manchester, 25-17. to 17. So good news from down in Cincinnati. First down, 10, ball at the 15-yard line. Hopefully a lot of people inside the Harrington Center listening to this one. <laughs> Today, fake handoff. Robertson drops back, throws into the end zone. He's got a man intercepted by the Lions. Oh, they're going to run it out across the five to the ten, and it'll be brought down. That is Andrew Pierce. Wow. Yeah, he 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 ran an in route there, and he threw it a little bit behind him, and he jumped the route. That's a big, big turnover right there by the Lions. Huge. What a great job by the Lions secondary, who's been. Let's just say butchered all afternoon, but boy, they came up with a big play then. They sure did. And again, Rose Holman's going to score some points. We know that, but boy, that's a big play right there. Huge. 5.04 left to go in this first half. First interception thrown today by Robertson in his sixth of the season. Taylor. Jackson Gifford's back in there, I think. They've got him down at the 12-yard line. That's where they've spotted the ball. Handoff goes to Gifford, and Gifford's going to take it across the 15 out near the 20-yard line. That'll be a gain of about eight on the play. Yeah, Mo runs by guys. He runs over guys. <laughs> <laughs> Gifford, four carries, 25 yards. Second down, two yards to go. Ball right at the 20-yard line. Dual receivers out wide on both sides. Now Powell's going to move in motion from the far side and line up tight end left. Handoff goes to Gifford. Gifford across the 25 to the 30 and spun away from a tackle and fell forward to the 32-yard line. He's got a gain of 11. I love the play calling here. Just keep running. Let that clock run. We'd ideally like to score right before half and we get the ball coming out the second half. First down 10 for the Lions at the 32 in their own territory. Gifford to the left of Taylor. Fake handoff. Taylor looks to the left. Pump fake. Throws over the middle. He's got a man. That is Beecham. And he can complete overthrew. Yeah, he, he overthrew him a little bit. He had him, but it was. Dine was wide open, Chuck, up here at the 50-yard line on the near side in front of the Rose Holman bench. Yeah, I think Josh had, has, had already decided he was going to throw to Cornell there. And a good throw gets him. Second down 10 from the 32. 4-10 remaining in the half. Lions have all three timeouts left. Handoff. Goes to Gifford around the left-hand side, 35, 40, 45, and he dives forward, and he'll be run out of bounds at the 44-yard line, so a gain of about eight, but a first down. Yeah, you know me, whatever works, keep doing. Yeah. So keep running that football. The clock's running. We're under four minutes. Just fantastic right now. 28-13, Lions by 15 points. First and 10 at the 44-yard line, still in Mount Territory. Rose showing blitz. Taylor takes it. Fake handoff. Looks up the left side. He's got a man, and it is going to be incomplete. Overthrew Beecham up that left-hand side again. Yeah, pretty good coverage on him that time. 
Uh, you know, Josh didn't have much of a window to throw it out. They've got Cameron Dorsey, and they're alternating coverage between him and Wyatt Bell. Looks like they're rotating a safety over the top, too. Second down, 10, handoff Gifford. Gifford across midfield into Rose territory. He's going to struggle forward. He's got 11 yards and a first down at the 45 of Rose. Great job by the offensive line. Really hard running there by Jackson Gifford, and the running backs have been outstanding today, along with the offensive line. 325 and running, left to go in the half. Taylor, handoff right up the middle. It goes to Gifford again, and Gifford's going to pick up a couple. And give him about a yard is where they'll spot him, Moe's I believe. Gonna, yeah, Moe's going to come in and spell him. Well, he needs a break. Gifford now, six carries, 51 yards. McKenzie, 11 carries, 120 yards. Second down, nine yards to go for the Lions. Rose showing a lot of movement on the defensive line now, trying to bring some pressure. Handoff McKenzie right up the middle, behind Hobson, takes it to the 40. That'll be a gain of four. And it's second down, make it third down, excuse me, and six. Could be four down territory. I guess it depends how close they get to the first down. Lions have three timeouts remaining. They're not going to take one yet. 2.25 and running. Lions lead at 28-13. Taylor, handoff, goes to McKenzie. McKenzie cuts it off the left-hand side. He's going to be close to the first down. He's got the first down, Chuck, at the 35-yard line after a gain of six. Love the play call. Rose Holman looking pass all the way. Mo hard running first down. Now Rose making some changes on their defensive line. Their defensive coordinator, Jeff Stanton, trying to keep some fresh legs on that defensive line. Two minutes to go. First half, Chuck's going to make his way down to the field to talk to Tyler Hopperton here at the end of the half. First and ten, fake handoff. Taylor throws out to the left, complete on the play. That's to Dine. Dine's got it at the 28-yard line. That's a gain of seven on the play. And it'll be second down and three at the 29-yard line of Rose Holman. Second down, a long three. McKenzie to the right of Taylor. Taylor takes the snap, play action, looks up the left side. He's going to go for Beecham, and Beecham, great coverage out there by Rose Holman. Nice job by Cameron Dorsey from Baton Rouge, Louisiana against Beecham. He's really trying to shut down Beecham and trying to intercept his route by running inside of it. A minute 29 to go. Third down four for the Lions. Long three, short four. Powell and Dine out to the right-hand side. Now Newton, slot left, Beecham wide left. McKenzie the running back on third and four. Clock continues to run, or is stopped with a minute 29. Taylor drops back, looks out to the left. He's going to throw it down the middle. He's got Newton in the end zone. He's got it. Touchdown, Lions! Joey Newton with the touchdown catch. And the Lions lead it now 34-13. Oh, what a play by Newton. And Taylor just rolled out to the left and gave him enough time to cut over the middle in the back of the end zone for the touchdown score. Farsing will come in to attempt the extra point with a minute 22 left to go in this first half. 34-13, Mount with the lead. Good snap. Kick is up. And the officials blew it dead. 
Looked like some movement on the line again. And let's see what that is going to be as the officials are down on the field conferring. And now they'll talk to Prather, who I believe is the captain of the special teams, and that's why they're looking at him. And they're looking at Ty Hopperton now, so evidently the penalty is against Rose. And the Lions, well, they're seeing if they will accept it or decline it. The Lions could take the penalty and go half the distance and then go for two. They're still conversing with the sideline. And Tyler Hopperton halfway out to the officials. It's going to be offsides against Rose. Declined by the Lions, and they'll just put the ball down again at the three and go for the extra point. So after all that, the Lions decide to decline it. Minute 22 left to go in this first half. At halftime, we'll talk with Ty Hopperton and have a preview of the Bengals game against the Texans tomorrow. Farsink puts that one up, and it is no good wide right. 122 left to go. First half from Terre Haute. It is 34-13 Mount over Rose on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Psalm 27, verse 17 says, As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. And that's the business model of Iron Sharpens Iron on 5229 Montgomery Road in Cincinnati. Strength, core, and cardio, the three principles that make yourself better mentally and physically. Train with passion and purpose. Be challenged and get your mental game strong. We will empower you to put up the good fight and thrive. Ready for the best gym experience of your life? Call Iron Sharpens Iron today or stop in at 5229 Montgomery Road in Cincinnati. For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. Whether entering the nursing field, changing careers, or expanding your professional skills, innovative simulation labs in a variety of clinical sites prepare you to deliver exceptional patient care. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs taught by highly credentialed faculty, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. Farsing will kick it off for the Lions with a minute 22 remaining. Hobbs and Heary back set to return. It'll be taken in by Hobbs right in front of Heary at the 10. 15 cuts to the near side, 20, and he's brought down at the 23-yard line on a nice open field tackle by Jack Dawson from Dixon, Tennessee. Oh, those special teams for the Lions. They've been working on this all year long. Ball will be placed at the, well, they're going to put it back at the 23-yard line and say he stepped out of bounds there. So Robertson with a minute 17 and all three timeouts in his hip pocket will lead the engineers onto the field. Dropping back, throws out to the near far side. It is complete. And the reception made by the wideout. And that is Wilkinson. First down after a game of about 13. Dropping back, Robertson throws it out into the flat to Heary. Heary to the 35 to the 40, and he's going to pull himself out of bounds at the 40-yard line, just a gain of four. Minute two left to go. Ball resting right at the 40-yard line. Wilkinson out wide to the left-hand side. Hobbs and Heary are out wide to the right, dropping back. Robertson 
Steps up into the pocket, now rolls out to the right. He's directing traffic. He's going to throw it up the right side, and it's over the head of Wilkinson incomplete. Tried to go out into the right flat up the field, but unfortunately he overthrew his receiver. 54 seconds left to go. In the first half, Chuck has made his way down to the sideline. 34-13 the score. Robertson takes the snap on third down and seven. He's going to get hit as he throws, throws it up the field to Hobbs, and it's incomplete. Boy, good coverage back there for the Lions. Mason Owens, Devin Donaworth back rolling over the top, and it'll bring up fourth down, seven yards to go, 47 seconds, and Jeff Sokol not going to take a chance. He's going to punt the football away. Now, depending upon what the Lions can do here on this return, Remember, they've got all three timeouts left. 47 seconds to go. Beecham will take the punt inside his own 20. By Andrew Toller. And Toller puts his right foot into it, and it is a low line drive kick. Beecham is going to take it in at the 10. Going to get hit right there, and he will be dropped at the 10-yard line. 36 seconds to go in the half. And I would assume that the Lions now 90 yards away will just take a knee and get into the locker room, leading it by 21 here, 34-13. This thing has been just basically like a pinball game. Back and forth, back and forth. Even though Rose has been stymied off the scoreboard with just 13 points, they've been able to move the football. So the Lions, Taylor... He is lining up with Eli LaFrange as one of the tight ends, and now they're going to go with a two-tight end look, and it doesn't look like they're going to take a knee. They've got three timeouts. Hand off McKenzie right up the middle. McKenzie to the 20, 25. He's going to be dropped there. That'll be a 16-yard gain by Moe. First down 10 for the Lions, a half a minute to go. In this half, they're out to the 26-yard line now. Again, McKenzie. McKenzie takes it out to the 29-yard line. That'll be a gain of about three. And the Lions now will just let the clock, I believe. Nope, they're going to take a timeout now. Lions will take a timeout. One of their three. Well, they have to call a timeout because McKenzie lost his helmet. So Devin Holt will come into the ballgame for the Lions. There's 15 seconds left in the first half. And the Lions had to use a timeout, I believe. And the official will, as the side judge came in to talk to the referee about it. Now the officials will talk things over again. Well, I'm not sure what he did say out there. I apologize. But I believe they're going to call a timeout. No, they're not going to take a timeout off the Lions' ledger. Second down. McKenzie had to leave the ball game because he lost his helmet. Now the clock is going to start. Five seconds, four. That's going to do it here, and that'll do it at the end of the half. Chuck is down on the sideline, hoping to get a hold of head coach Tyler Hopperton. Here at the end of the half as the Lions lead it. 
by a score of 34 to 13. Josh Taylor has broken the all-time single-season mark for touchdown passes. He's got three today. He's got 42 in his career. He broke the record of Chayton Tomlin and Mariano McKenzie so far in this first half. He's got 13 carries for 128 yards. The Lions, as a team, have run for 230 yards and passed for 142 here this afternoon as the Lions are leading it. And let's go down to the field. To All right, we're here with Martin. head coach Tyler Hopperton at halftime. Coach, impressions of the first half? A uh, little good, a little bad, everything in between. But honestly, about like we thought, uh, they're super talented, especially on offense. His two receivers are great. But like I said earlier, you know, if we get in our own way, if we blow coverages, it's even worse. They'll make plays, plenty. And uh, so there's some of that, but obviously our, our offense is rolling too. Offensive line and Mo running like a madman. Oh, I love it. That's what five years in the weight room does, baby. Yeah, good luck second half. See you after the Thanks. game. Thanks, Chuck. Tyler Hopperton, our guest here at the half. The Lions leading it by a score of 34-13 to 13 here this afternoon. Our halftime show, it is the Pro Football Talk guys talking about the Bengals game tomorrow with the Texans. And we'll get to that right after this. Your halftime score, Mount 34, Rose 13 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. All right, pay attention. Welcome to Fandom 101. We'll cover the tools of the trade from foam fingers in the wave to the super secret wave. How's that for a course description? Lesson one, your game starts long before the opening whistle, so arrive prepared. Two, if something piques your interest, raise your hand. And three, work in groups. NCAA championships, attendance is encouraged. Passion is mandatory. Get your seats today at NCAA.com slash tickets. Class dismissed. We're back at Skyline to see what it is that makes people feel so good. Why do you like coming to Skyline? The staff is nice. Everybody's smiling and makes me feel good. If I order the cheese conies, the chili gets into the bread, the bun itself. <sighs> They're heaven. I like to sit there and watch them make it. It's always hot, fresh, served quick. You know it's always going to be perfect. You know it's always going to taste great. Everyone's inviting. They sit you down with crackers and you just feel like you're meant to be here. Feeling good. It's Skyline time. Skyline Chili, 5137 Delhi Pike. What do you wish for? A nice life? Nice things? Or do you wish for something more? A sense of purpose? Do you wish to discover a cure? To write code that cracks an unsolvable question? To further our exploration into space? Or to invent something that changes everything right here on Earth? Well, if that's your wish, make yourself ready because when you look back you'll see that you didn't just make wishes you realize them time to upgrade your unis and that complex your league has been playing on for years. If that's the case, call Scott Lawson of BSN Sports. BSN Sports manufactures their own supplies from PE equipment, soccer and lacrosse goals, and they have champion barbells for all your weight room needs. Also a porta pit, hurdles, high jump and pole vault pits, and more for your track and field needs. The BSN Victory line of uniforms and apparel is a great quality for great prices. For all your needs, contact BSN Sports. Scott Lawson, 513-702-5646. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New Heights, right? 
That's why you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. I don't know that there is a better football team right now than the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, Joe Burrow looking 100% healthy, and that offense is absolutely cooking when he's 100% healthy. And then the other thing is, when everything was bad earlier in the year, it wasn't just the offense. Like, obviously, that was the focus because of Burrow's calf, and, you know, they can't win if he's going to be like this all the way through the season. The defense wasn't playing like a Lou Anarumo defense earlier in the year either, and now it is. So now you got both sides of the ball playing really well. And as I said last week, I don't know that there's a team whose who's best punch is better than the Bengals' best punch. So the only risk really is, do they need their best punch against Houston? Or do they think, oh, the, whew, let's exhale, right? The, the tough game was out of the way. We beat Buffalo. You know, we've got other tough games upcoming, but this one is a bit of a breather, and you end up overlooking Houston. They have Baltimore. I mean, when the schedule first came out, I'm sure Bengals fans were thinking that. Right. Because they have the Ravens next Thursday night. That's what I mean. On the short week. So it would be easy to say, we got a win against San Francisco. We got a win against Buffalo. Upcoming is a Thursday night game against Baltimore. This one, you know, this one should be easier. I don't know. I always go back to, I think Zach Taylor gets these guys. Um, they'll have some duds in there, here and there. But, I mean, I think they're going to be focused here the rest of the season. I don't think they're going to overlook Houston, especially with all the hype. Now C.J. Stroud is getting and this Texans offense and what they did last week against the Bucks. I don't think the Bengals are overlooking them at all. Um, I think the question now is, in the second half of the season, nine more games to go for Cincy. Are they going to be able to keep the same level of play like they did last year and go into the playoffs um, looking like one of the best teams in the league or maybe the best team in the league as they went in to the playoffs last year? Um, so I love this matchup. It's another challenge for C.J. Stroud. We know what um, Lou Anarumo's defense will do, which is generally change things up. And, and they've done, when, when Lou's in his bag, so to speak, it's that second half. Right? We have the historical games of, you know, we're going to rush three against Mahomes. We're going to see what they're doing and adjust. And so for our friend Bobby, and that matchup, right, going up against Luana Rumo, who's going to make adjustments in the second half, uh, that's going to be – whereas last week, Houston went nuts in the second half right. against Tampa Bay to be able to keep, keep pace. That's going to be a great matchup in this one. Yeah, it's going to be a great test for – Bobby for CJ Stroud for that offense generally you know Anarumo's defense is going to disguise some things they're going to um, change things up in the second half they're going to come with a specific game plan for this offense which has been doing so well like it's a different test than it was last week which they obviously absolutely passed sailed through Um, you know how does this offense do and how does Stroud do against Lou Anarumo's defense Um, the other thing I saw Mina highlight it that the Texans run game I mean the the run game has just been really ineffective this year so if you're if you're trying to make the case for how impressive Stroud's season is, you know having uh, not only a like he's grading well, especially for a rookie, he the production of the offense is at a high level despite the run game at this point. And a lot of times we know if you if you do make offenses one dimensional, not by choice, right? I mean like some teams choose to just pass, and that's their thing. I mean Houston Wall, they're not doing a great job of it, but they're still producing in the pass game. Probably another feather in the cap of the C.J. Stroud narrative, if you look at it. Yeah. Um, I think for Cincinnati, too, the, the thing we've highlighted the last few weeks, you said the defense was not good early on, because Mike Hilton was terrible, and D.J. Reader wasn't doing the same stuff. All those players are playing at a high level now. <laughs> I wonder if Mike Hilton's uh, splits are still very strange from left to right slot corner. 
Yeah, why were you looking that up? I don't remember. Were you looking that up recently? I, no, I did. I mean, I came across it. I don't remember how I got there, but it did it did show up. I haven't run it since to find out if he's like swung back towards normality or if he's still bizarrely insane off one side versus the other. I ran into somebody last night who was a fan of the pod. Shout out. Oh, yeah? And a uh, Bengals fan who said, uh, oh, T-, T. Higgins got hurt at practice today. And I, don't, and I didn't hear anything about it, so he was limited due to a hamstring. Was that new yesterday for T? Do you know? That was new. Okay. So we have a new hamstring injury for T. Higgins. Thank you, Eli. Um, coming off of his best game. And, again, what, what we've been saying about the Bengals the last couple of years, why are they dangerous? Because, obviously, Burrow can be great. But we know Jamar Chase can win at any level of the field. But then when teams take him away, T. Higgins is probably the best two, and he's a borderline one for many teams in the NFL. And we finally saw that last week against the Bills. If Higgins ends up being limited, that's, a, that's huge here. We also have Derek Stingley returning to practice for Houston. They have a massive, massive injury report. Um, and I don't even know where to unpack 10 to 15 players who are questionable here, some who have new injuries, uh, like Will Anderson, knee injury, questionable. Um, and you have a guy like Stingley who's designated to return, but we don't know when he'll be back. Yep. You'll be happy to know that uh, Mike Hilton's stats are now much closer left to right slot corner. I was giving you so much time to, like, add something about this game. I got really important information. You can no longer rely on him only it being is. good coming off the left side of the offense. Yeah, we don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Um, I can't believe we're talking about it, but, you know, the Bengals' defense, how do, how do they match up with all the playmakers that Houston's dropping out there now? With Nico Collins, Tank Dell, and the great Noah Brown. Great Noah Brown. Um, and Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz, yeah. Yeah. Um, I would also say Houston's offensive line that we've been so impressed with, that doesn't make sense, right? With all the injuries that they've had, with uh, some of the players that they've had there besides Laramie Tunsil, with a little track record of success, holding up extremely well. I mean, that's, you know, can they do it against this Bengals front, which, which has the potential, has Trey Hendrickson there. Hendrickson versus Laramie Tunsil. One yeah. of the best matchups you'll see this week as well in the NFL. No, absolutely. That will be that'll be a fun one. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm. This is a big line, six and a half points for the Bengals. Who? Okay, I'd say I think they're playing as well as anybody in the league right now. But like Houston has not been losing games, and they've been putting up a ton of points. Going to go with they Houston. I wanted Houston originally. The um, the injury report kind of scares me. They have a lot of guys, a lot of guys banged up for the Texans. I'll take. Yeah, but Bobby's coming home. He used to live in Cincy with us. You know, he's over here. He was all over on the west side, though. I'm a, I'm a west sider now. Not living-wise, but I hang out over there now. Huh. Out, out west. It's huh. my spot. <laughs> so uh, I'll take Houston as well for Bob. So I picked against him last week. Out of spite. Out of spite, yeah. But we, and I did win because they didn't kick the extra point. Mm. So I got it. But I'll, I'll, I'll pick Houston for the homecoming. I think the Bengals win, though. Um, Burrow, the highest-graded QB in the NFL over the last three weeks. And um, I think we've seen that on the field. If he continues that, yeah, Bengals are going to be real tough to beat. Okay, so, Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's. Yeah. And Josh, you're going to? Soccer, Dad. Soccer practice. Right. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No! Yep, and my dorky dad hat, and I'm going to do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it! Seriously? Why? Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seatbelts without giving me a hard time. It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion. 
Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, all buckled. Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time. What, what? No! Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. We're back at Skyline to see what it is that makes people feel so good. Why do you like coming to Skyline? The staff is nice. Everybody's smiling and makes me feel good. If I order the cheese conies, the chili gets into the bread, the bun itself. Ah, they're heaven. I like to sit there and watch them make it. It's always hot, fresh, served quick. You know it's always going to be perfect. You know it's always going to taste great. Everyone's inviting. They sit you down with crackers and you just feel like you're meant to be here. Feeling good. It's Skyline time. Skyline Chili, 5137 Del High Pike. Well, it is kind of what everybody expected, offense, offense, offense. But the Lions' defense has come up big in certain points of this football game. And right now they lead it at the half in this championship encounter, 34-13 to over the Rose-Hallman Fighting Engineers. Lions are being led by Mariano McKenzie here this afternoon. McKenzie, 147 yards on the ground on 15 carries. And he's got a long of 32. He's averaging just under 10 yards a carry here this afternoon for the Lions and one touchdown in 15 attempts here today. Lions 142 yards on the ground here today. I mean, unbelievable the way that they have. Actually, they've got more than that. They've got 249 yards in 31 carries here today and 142 yards through the air passing for total of 391 yards of total offense on 50 plays here this afternoon. But Rose Holman's right behind them. I mean, they've got 38 plays for 318 yards here this afternoon. But what has really helped out the Lions have been the fact that they have been able to come up with the big plays. The Lions came up with an interception in the end zone. They've come up with big fourth down plays here this afternoon. Uh, Rose Holman is 0 of 2 on fourth down conversions here this afternoon. And they're only 50% on third down conversions on 4 of 8 here this afternoon. Chuck, Tyler Hopperton was, I would say, a very happy man heading into the locker room. Yeah, he was very happy with the performance. He, a little concerned about a couple of the big plays. But, again, you're never going to play perfect. And Rose Holman's got some weapons. And, yeah, they're going to score some points. But offensively, you have to be thrilled. You know, when I mentioned the offensive line and Mo running, I think he mentioned, like, that's five years in the weight room, you know, because we really get after it with our strength and conditioning led by Coach Webb. And the players really buy in. And so when you get into this type of game and at this late in the year and you can run the football like this, it's just it's outstanding. Josh Taylor, 10 of 19 passing, Chuck, 142 yards, three touchdowns. He's now got the all-time record, single-season record. He's thrown 42 touchdowns. Or two and Zane Dine, each with two catches here this afternoon. Beecham, two touchdown catches, and Joey Newton with one right towards the end of the half. Yeah, I had kind of a, a long view of it, but I saw him kind of break open, so I was like, that looks like six to me, and, and it sure was. And, uh, again, another tough throw. Josh is rolling out to his left, throws back across his body, hits Joey, and, you know, that Joey's been nails all season. The couple, last couple years, as is Cornell. And so, uh, you know, you take your experienced guys, your fifth-year guys, and, and you win with them, and that's what they're doing today. Lions in the red zone today, Chuck, three for three. They've got three touchdowns on three attempts. Rose Holman, one for two in the red zone. And, and that's somewhat 
kind of the, the story of the ball game right far. We get the big interception down here. We've held them a couple times on downs. And when we got down there, we've scored. And, you know, we talked about the special teams. They had a couple that they, you know, decent yards. We pinned them inside the 20 a couple of times. And, again, they got some outstanding players too. So to hold them to 13 points at the half, we have to be thrilled. Because I, I thought going in, we're going to score at least 40 to 50. So if we can hold them to, you know, 13 and a half, if you do the math, we're going to be fine. Well, on their side, Grant Ripperda has got 15 carries, 57 yards in the ballgame on the ground, and he is averaging just 3.5 yards a carry. But Robertson, two carries, 11 yards, but that's mainly just to get out of the pocket because he couldn't find anybody to throw it to. Yeah, he scrambled once, a nice job for a first down. But, yeah, you talked about the first, the running back there. His first couple carries, he ate 10 yards, and in the last probably – Half a dozen carries. They stuffed him at the line of scrimmage, so they're doing really – again, the defensive line's come alive, and, uh, boy, you know, we're playing well. You know, everything's going clicking other than a couple breakdowns in the secondary. You know, in the secondary, you brought that up. I wanted to get into that. In the first quarter, we had a lot more breakdowns than we did in the second quarter. Yeah. What do you think Rick did to change that? Probably screamed at him. <laughs> you know, probably said, like, hey, guys, you know, know your assignments, know what we're doing here. You know, these th- hey, they happen in pro football all the time, too. So it's not like they're, they're just happening to us. I mean, you watch games on Sunday, you go, how can that happen? A guy's open by 30 yards. So occasionally there's a communication breakdown, but like you say, it looks like they got it fixed. And uh, again, you know, big, big, you know, we get the ball to start off. You got to look for an onside kick. You got to look for anything here because Rose Holman's got to find a way, you know, down three scores to get back in this game because, you know, at some point, possessions become limited. Lions jumped out on top 7 nothing. Rose Holman came right back and tied it up at 7. Lions on the next possession made it 14 to 7. Then Rose came back, made it 14 13, but missed the extra point. And then the Lions went on a scoring spree. Made it 21-13, then 28-13, and then with just 3.42 left to go in the half, or a minute 22 left to go in the half, the Lions made it 34-13 on that 29-yard touchdown pass to Joey Newton. 34-13, Lions lead it by 21. They'll get the ball to start the second half here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Okay, so Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's? Yeah. And Josh, you're going to... We're back at Skyline to see what it is that makes people feel so good. Why do you like coming to Skyline? The staff is nice. Everybody's smiling and makes me feel good. If I order the cheese conies, the chili gets into the bread, the bun itself. Ah, they're heaven. I like to sit there and watch them make it. It's always hot, fresh, served quick. You know it's always going to be perfect. You know it's always going to taste great. Everyone's inviting. They sit you down with crackers and you just feel like you're meant to be here. Feeling good. It's Skyline time. Skyline Chili, 5137 Delhi Pike. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University. With 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities, we are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Learn more at msjlions.com. The word settle isn't in your vocabulary. You do what's best for your family, your friends, your community. But is something missing? Are you looking for more from your job? The right position is so much more than a paycheck. It's an opportunity to improve, to grow. We're here to help at Nesco Resource. We believe that one job, one opportunity can change everything. We'll help you find the right fit, one that doesn't mean settling. Let us get to work for you. Hey, Dave, real quick update from the Herring Center. The Lady Lions won set number 225-16. Third set, they leave 12-10 looking for the sweep to advance to the finals tomorrow. 
And that'll be at 2 o'clock, you say? Uh, tomorrow will be at 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock. So Coach Kerrigan, I know, appreciates that. So his games won't begin <laughs> ending at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> Although that would have been kind of fun to do a, a midnight madness. I was telling you that earlier. Yeah, we talked about that. And, you know, maybe on a different weekend at a different time, but not this weekend with everything we've had going. They really don't do that anymore, do they? I mean, nah, they really don't. That used to be a big thing. I think yeah. ESPN would televise a lot of the stuff, and that's kind of went away now. I guess it ran its course, and they really don't do that anymore. Well, what we're doing here this afternoon is bringing you this championship game. Lions are on top of a 34-13, and they are going to get the opening kickoff here in the second half. They won the coin flip and deferred. Looks like the little bit of win Rose has chose to, to have at their back for this third quarter. So, again, I'm, if I'm coaching here, I'm onside alert here. They, they're looking you know, down three scores. They need the football. Jonathan Oliger is going to kick it off. He's from Dalton City, Illinois. Oliger is a 5'11", 190-pound junior. Back set to return, Ari Turner and Cornell Beecham for the Lions. We are set to begin the second half. Lions going from left to right across your computer screen. And Oliger will kick it off. It is a high end-over-end deep kick. The Turner will take in at the 1, right up the middle to the 10. 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, tripped up to the 40, gets a tackle, and pushed out of bounds outside the 45-yard line. Well, I guess they're going to put him out of bounds at the where? Thought it was at the 45, but the way they've spotted this thing, it looks like it will be at the 43. Well, just what the doctor ordered, a great return there by Ari with really good blocking and great field position for the Lions to start this drive. So it's first down 10 for the Lions, going from left to right across your computer screen. Mariona McKenzie with those 147 yards in running here today. And fake handoff. Taylor throws out into the flat, complete on the play to Austin Brock. His first catch of the day for five yards up to the 48-yard line. Yeah, just getting Austin involved there a little bit. He's really looked good the last few weeks, so getting his first catch of the day. Beecham and Brock aren't wide to the left. Newton wide to the right. Powell tight end right. McKenzie on the left of Taylor on second and five. Throw out to the left-hand side. Complete to Newton. Newton at the 45-yard line in Rose territory. Got the first down. That's a gain of about seven on that pass completion. Yeah, just a little quick out. Josh gets rid of it quick. No pressure at all. Joey makes the catch. Move the chains. First down 10 for the Lions at the 45 of Rose. Taylor. Who in this game is 142 yards passing. 10 of 19 here today. Not your typical Taylor day, but he's done a nice job of decision making. Dropping back, looking to the left. He's got it. Beats him wide open in the corner. That's Brock at the 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Lions. Yeah, that's a big one right there, Dave. I can tell you. It looked like Rose was, you know, coming with a six or seven man rush and they dropped coverage there. He's wide open. The only thing I was concerned about it might have been an errant throw, but Austin kind of turned around and made the catch. So we're, we're now up to four scores again. So, <laughs> well, we said first one to 40, so we just got 40. We got some coaches next door that are really excited. I'm really happy next door. <laughs> 40 to 13, Lions right off the bat. They throw the touchdown pass to Austin Brock. And the Lions lead it now by 27, make it 28. 
13.49 left to go in this third quarter. It's now the Mount 41, Rose 13 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Pure Lawn Organic Lawn Care is a family-owned lawn service using organic-based turf food. Pure Lawn feeds your lawn a healthy diet of plant nutrients using 97% less chemicals. Pure Lawn customizes a program to fit your budget and expectations. That means satisfaction. Annually, they have a retention rate of over 90%. Pure Lawn Organic offers free service calls. Pure Lawn Organic is the leader in Cincinnati and Dayton. Call today. Pure Lawn Organic Lawn Care at 513-787-3529. Official Investigations and Security Services in Cincinnati is your official provider of investigative, surveillance, and process servicing, uniformed, armed, and unarmed security services, executive protection, and bodyguard services. Official Investigation and Security Services is not only licensed in the tri-state area, but also Georgia, Tennessee, Michigan, West Virginia, and Texas. Not only private investigation services, but also mobile notary public services and more. Call Official Investigation and Security Services in Cincinnati. Cincinnati, 844-263-3424. Farsing will kick it off for the Lions, and he will kick it off deep. It'll be taken in by Harry. Harry across the 20, 25, 30 up the near side, and he's pushed out of bounds across the 30, out near the 33-yard line, and that's where Rose will have it first and 10. Lions leading it, Chuck, 41-13. to 13. Yeah, you know, offensively to just take that, kind of take the air out of the, the sails. You know, Rose has come out, hey, we got to get a stop, get the ball back, and we just take it right down the field and score. Luke Paff with that tackle on the kickoff. So the Lions just put the doubt, any you know thought that, hey, we're just, we're just going to come out here and run the football. We're going to throw it. We're going to score. And Rose dropping back Robertson. He's oh, going to get hit and dropped by Declan Brophy for the sack inside the 26-yard line. Yeah, nice job there by Declan. He, he just couldn't find an open receiver, and he took the sacks. Big big loss, about, what, an eight-yard loss or yep. so. That'll make it second down, 18 yards to go, this time from the 26-yard line. Robertson, first sack of the afternoon for either team. Here he goes out slot to the right. Hobbs is out wide to the right-hand side. And Ripper to fake handoff, dropping back Robertson. He's going to throw it up the middle, and it's going to be knocked away. Oh. Almost intercepted by Devin Donaworth as they tried to get it out there to Heary. Yeah, good double coverage out there by him and Austin Price, and uh, really good coverage. Like you said, almost intercepted. So now we got him really third and long. Heary's got three catches today, 60 yards. Hobbs has got three catches for 60 yards. Yeah, I mean, again, they're going to make their plays, but, boy, we've really cleaned it up since the first quarter. Robertson on third down, 18 yards to go from the 26th of Rose. Robertson with Ripperta to the right of him. He'll take the snap, drop back, look over the middle. Now he's going to roll out to his left, can't find anyone. Now throws it, just throws it away. He was outside the pocket, and it got past the line of scrimmage, so no penalty. They're going to have to punt it away. Again, great job by the line defense, three and out. Coach Thompson calling up some... Really good defensive calls, mixing it up a little bit. And, uh, boy, we're going to get the football back. Just a minute, I'll bring up the ghosts of recent teams. Into punted away is Toller. Toller has been used a lot more than Jeff Sokol wanted him to be today. He'll punt it away from the 26-yard line. Beecham back, he'll take it in at the 32. He's cut it to the right-hand side to the 40. And he's going to break a tackle, 45-50. He's over midfield across the 45 and ripped out of bounds. 
near the 44-yard line in Rose territory. And now Rose has got a man back around the 35-yard line hurt on the field. Yeah, I can't quite make that number out. Really good return there by Cornell. Broke a couple of tackles, and we're in Rose territory all again. 36-yard punt on the play by Toller, and looked like a 28-yard return for Beecham here this afternoon. I want to go back to ghosts of recent teams. <laughs> Two years ago, we were up here, and I think the final score was, what, 55-21? Yeah, give or take. It was right. It was, like I said, first quarter. It was like 21 nothing before you could blink an eye, and it was over. Uh, I know I'm a fan, but be nice to match that score here this afternoon on their home field. Yeah, it's always sweet to be able to win a championship at home, but when you can go on the road and do it, that's that's even more special. Because I know last year was really special. You know, winning at home with, with your home crowd, and I'm going to tell you, that home crowd helped because yep. both teams were pretty even, and the, the home crowd helped us through, and today we're just silencing you know, the road. They just don't have a whole lot to cheer about. So we hope the young man's okay down on the field. We can't make out a number. If we get a number, we'll let you know. Now they're starting to help him up a little bit. It looked like the left ankle they were working on, and now I think they want to bring somebody out to help, help carry out. him off yeah. the field. They're going to get a bunch to go out and help. That's that's great. Uh, he's up and. Yep. Yeah, he will need help. Yeah. Not sure is that. Is that 20? 27, maybe? Is that I, what it is, 27? I can't. That's. Can't tell for sure. These numbers are tough to read. Yeah, they kind of are. It's two something, but twenty. Yeah, we're trying, folks. Well, we'll see when he turns yeah. around. They're going to set him down. Well, they're going to take him right yeah. into the tent. It might. Yeah, it might be twenty-four, but I'm not really sure. So yeah. we'll try to get you that information. Twelve thirty-nine left to go. Lions with the football. First and 10 at the 44-yard line of Rose. McKenzie, now Taylor, moves back in the, into a formation that I haven't seen this year out of the Lions. Now Taylor drops Blitz. back. Blitz, he's going to roll out to the left. Now he's going to stop, and he's going to throw it deep into the end zone, but he yeah. just threw that thing away over the head of Dine. Yeah, had a corner blitz there, and it, the, we weren't able to pick that up, so he just kind of threw it out of bounds. The official immediately pointed at Dine and said it was in the vicinity of him, although it might have been 20 yards over Dine's head. Yeah, you're not going to get an intentional ground and call on that. I will say, hard to believe, but I think the officials have done a nice job on this one. Yep, yeah, they really have. The one call where we knocked the guy, thought maybe it was incomplete, but... McKenzie to the left of Taylor. Fake handoff to Turner on the sweep. Taylor's going to keep it around the right side, and he's going to get hit and run out of bounds. Yeah, it didn't fool Rose Holman that no. time. They both stayed at home, and nice play. Actually took about a two-yard loss or three-yard loss, I guess. Back at the 47, so it'll bring up third down and 13 yards to go. They need to get at the 34 to pick up a first down. 12-10 and running here in the third. 41-13 mount. Bunch formation out wide to the left-hand side. Taylor with McKenzie to the right of him. Now moves in motion. Brock to the line, and now he reverses and goes back out toward the sideline, dropping back. Taylor looks up the left side. He's going to oh throw. God. He's got Beach complete at the 38 to the 35. Cuts to the far side to the 30, and he's going to be pushed out of bounds near that 30-yard line. 
That's going to be a gain of about 23 yards as they've got him right at the 25, first and 10 for the Lions. Yeah, Rose, uh, they had a drop cover. That, that was a miscommunication because Cornell broke across the middle wide open. No, nobody within 15 yards of him. First down, 10, ball at the 25 of Rose. McKenzie to the right of Taylor. Receivers out wide on both sides. Brock and Newton on the near side. Taylor's going to keep it himself right up the middle to the 25, and he's going to hit the 24. Mm. Boy, it looked like he went back a little farther than yeah, they blew the whistle. They needed. Yeah, I think Josh was a little upset. The whistle was blown, and the guys were still tugging on him. But he picked up a yard. Well, we think they did. Now they yeah. are they moving the yardstick or not? Mm, it's about <laughs> a yard, or maybe. Yeah, now now they have at the ball to the twenty-four. Powell tight end left off the line. Newton and Brock out to the near side. Beecham. All alone, single receiver to the left. Hand off McKenzie up the middle to the 20. 15, cuts to the right. 10, 5, touchdown, Mariano McKenzie. He's having a day, Dave. I'm telling you, he broke a couple tackles. He's just running so hard. It's He's running downhill, and I don't have enough adjectives to explain it. Nice hole on the right side there, too, by the offensive line, but he's just running like a man possessed. Second touchdown of the day for the... Senior running back, Mariano McKenzie, 47-13, 10-41 to go third quarter. Lions with the lead. Farsing will attempt the extra point. That one is up, and it's partially blocked. Knocked around on the field, and it will be recovered by the Lions, but it doesn't matter as it, the extra point is no good. 10-41 left to go in the third quarter. The score now, the Mount 47 and Rose, 13 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Think better, feel better, be better. At Iron Sharpens Iron, 5229 Montgomery Road in Cincinnati, train with passion and purpose. Be challenged by the three core principles, strength, core, and cardio. Make yourself better mentally and physically. Iron Sharpens Iron provides a fun and effective fitness training that you'll love. Try one of their six different programs, the Iron Circuit, Early Burn, Thrive, The Good Fight, Trinity, and Super Saturday. Ready for a better gym experience? Get to Iron Sharpens Iron today, 5229 Montgomery Road in Cincinnati. Repairing a sewer line in your front yard can be costly and unsightly. Say goodbye to excavations and unsightly nuances in your front yard by calling Neiman Plumbing for all your sewer repair needs. Neiman Plumbing can repair your sewer line by using their trenchless, no-dig sewer repair. Say goodbye to having to repair your lawn. Neiman's trenchless sewer repair involves installing a liner inside the sewer line to prevent future backups. Call Neiman Plumbing, 513-851-5588 for your trenchless, no-dig sewer estimate, or visit them online. NeimanPlumbing.com. Dave Mitchell, Chuck Murray back here in Rose Holman, Cook Stadium. Yeah, quick update. We got a tight one in the third set. The Lions trail 24-23, so they have a set point. We'll keep you updated. Farsing will kick it off. It's taken in by Harry at the 13 on the near side to the 20. 25, and he's going to spin out past the 30 near the 32-yard line. Boy, the Lions special teams, Chuck, here today, they've done an outstanding job of pinning the returners, Hobbs and Harry, in on one side or the other. Yeah, they've, they've been outstanding really all year. I can only remember once or twice where, you know, teams have broken and gotten big plays. They've been really, really good uh, in the special teams area, covering cut kicks and uh, punts. Robertson, the quarterback, he's got Ripperta to the right of him. Hand off Ripperta, and he's going to get hit and dropped right at the 30. Right away, boy, he had no place to go, Chuck, and the tackle 
was made by Brady Buller. Yeah, he was in the backfield as he barely got the handle. Now we got another Rose guy down hurt. At the 35-yard line, 10-24 to go. Third quarter of play, and Rose has another player down on the ground and hurt here this afternoon. Well, Ro I'm sorry, Manchester just won the third set from the Lady Lions, so they're going to go at least four. They won 25-23. Well, you said the first one to 40 would win this game. <laughs> yeah, I'm sticking with that. Yeah, well... <laughs> I think you probably should. Yeah, they've uh, they've been really really good today. Uh, I minus a couple breakdowns in the secondary, but you know you couldn't ask if you're Tyler Hopper and the staff ask for a better performance at this point. When you're playing for a championship, you're on the road and you're up 47-13 in the third quarter. You got to feel pretty good about yourselves. Yeah, up 34 points. Lions after this game, we'll send Chuck down to the field to get a few interviews. I know one I'd like to hear from is Mariano McKenzie. Yep, we'll try to grab Mo and yep. talk to head coach Tyler Hopperton and maybe a couple other guys. And Just been an outstanding team performance here today. Second down, 12 yards to go after the two-yard loss. Robertson will drop back, looks over the middle, now rolls out to the right. He's going to jump pass, and it's going to go to the tight end, Klein. And Klein has it at the 35-yard line and upended at the 37-yard line. That's a gain of six. Yeah, nice and open field tackle there. That was uh, Schlensker, Evan Schlensker. Klein from El Paso, Illinois. Hmm. Interesting. Wonder if Marty Robbins wrote a song about that El Paso. <laughs> There's a lot of people out there going, "Who's Marty Robbins?" Yeah, to be a old like me and you. 36 yard line, dropping back Robertson on second and six. Good Third and coverage. Six. Now drops back, rolls out to the right, hit as he throws, incomplete. Ran him out of bounds. Out Threw it out of bounds. Great job. Outstanding coverage by the Lions. They just. Went up Mano, Mano the whole way across the field, stayed right with him. He had plenty of time. He just he rolled. He just couldn't find anybody to throw. He had to throw it out of bounds. So Rose Holman's going to punt it away from their own 37. And Cornell Beecham will drop back to return. Dave, I'm waiting for a fake punt at some point. I mean, yep, at I, some point that you know you're down this many. Let's see. Toller's going to punt it away from the 37. You would think it's got to come sooner yeah. or later. Yep. Toller, he's going to punt it away yep. this time. Nice. High, nice punt. Beecham backpedals to his own 10. He's going to grab it in at the 10, up the far side to the 15, 20, and he'll be drug out of bounds. Oh, that's a late hit. Oh, they called it. There it they is, late it. hit. Yep, he was way out of bounds, five, six yards out of bounds. And they took him down. So the Lions will have the football after the penalty out near the 40-yard line. And, Dave, we talked about this off air. You know, the, the officials have been really good, and they've kept the flags in their pockets for the most part. They've let the kids play, and anything borderline, they're letting go. But that was that clearly had to be called. He was way out of bounds. It didn't hurt that it was on the, the Mount sideline, but he was clearly way out of bounds. Right. And it will be a personal foul called against Rose Holman on the tackle out of bounds against Cornell Beecham. That will be a 15-yard penalty. He was run out of bounds at the 23, so that'll take it up to the 38-yard line. And it'll be first and 10 for the Lions. <laughs> you know I'm going to start laughing. <laughs> I know why you're laughing for your listeners. <laughs> they spotted at the 39, just so you know. 
<laughs> I know there's new math, Chuck, but still. <laughs> 20, whatever. We'll take it. Yeah, we'll take it. The ball at the 39-yard line. First and 10 for the Lions. Taylor has McKenzie in the backfield. And check it, that is Holt, and Holt's going to get the handoff around the right side to the 40. Flag is going to yeah. be taken, thrown at one of the Lion offensive linemen. A gain of about five on the play for Holt, but it's going to be negated by a holding penalty. Yeah, the announcer's jinx. I just talked about hardly any flags, and here we got two in a row. Yeah, holding. First holding call of the day, I believe, on either team. Whomever was, uh, was the hold E for the Lions... Rose Holman got up and started screaming at the official, then saw the flag, and the head referee came over and told him, just calm down, we'll referee <laughs> we'll this game. Yeah, we'll get it. 9.15 and running. Well, not running now, but it will be. Yeah. That's going to be a 10-yard penalty marked back to the 31-yard line. Where is it? Now we're gonna. We don't know where to spot. What are we gonna yep. do now? Now they're gonna move it over to the far hash mark. And they're gonna put it on the twenty-nine. Yep. Okay. So the holding is down <laughs> the field a little bit. Now, uh, first and twenty. I guess. First, okay. first down, twenty yards to go. Lions leading at forty-seven thirteen. Taylor, the quarterback, moves a man in motion. That's Powell to the far side. Lines up tight end left, dropping back. Taylor looks upfield. He's got a man. That's Pollard. Came back for it and almost pinned the ball against his left hip but couldn't get it down incomplete. Yeah, it was a back shoulder throw. Pretty good throw and looked like the defensive back might have been a little handsy there but they let it go. So pretty good throw, good route, good coverage and you know, like I said, a little handsy but let it go. Like I said, I mean except for the spotting the officiating I thought today has been outstanding. Best I've seen all year. Yeah, for sure. Second down 20 yards to go. Ball at the 29 yard line in Mount Territory. They need to get up to the 49 for a first down, just on their side of the 50. Handoff goes to Holt. Holt got some green to the 35. Now cuts to the near side, and he's going to be pushed oh! out of bounds. Nice hit. That's a late and hit. And now there. it's going to yeah. be a late hit. I, yeah, I thought it was. The, the, the first official didn't call it. He was looking right at it. The second one said, no, that's a late hit. we got to call that. And it clearly was. But... You know, you're on the Rose Holman sideline. They're getting beat. You're like, maybe I'll cut these guys a break and not throw it. But, yeah, it was clearly a late hit. Devin Holt got up and started cheering toward the Rose Holman bench on that. And three of the Lion players grabbed him yep. and said, just settle down. Yeah, you don't want any mouthing to go on. Or, and then you get offsetting penalties. You don't get the 15 yards. So, right. You know, we've had a, not as much this year. A couple times last year I remember us getting some really bad unsportsmanlike penalties that I, I remember calling them selfish. So you just got to so, remain cool. Unnecessary roughness takes it into Rose Holman territory to the 44-yard line. Good run, though, by Devin. Absolutely. Seven-yard gain, and then he got 15-yard penalty on top of it. Hold again behind the left tackle, and he takes it to the 43-yard line. Gain of a couple on that play. Well, this is going to make the bus ride a heck of a lot easier going home, Chuck. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna enjoy this, and well-deserved. You know, again, assuming we can hold on to this lead. You know, another you know back-to-back championships, and these kids have worked really hard. And the coaching staff, they all do. As a program, it, it, you know, the, the football program is in outstanding shape. Josh Taylor ran all the way over to the sideline to talk to Caleb Coral and get the play and then came back in, and they still have 15 seconds mm-hmm. to run the playoff. 
Taylor, handoff, Holt, right up the middle. He gets it to the 35, dives forward to the 32. Again, outstanding blocking by the offensive line. Devin hits that hole hard, and boy, he's through there just like that, and another first down for the Lions. 47-13 Lions. Holt, he has been outstanding here today also, Chuck. Unfortunately, can't tell you the stats are frozen. Oh, he's got him. Taylor has got Powell at the 15, (laughs) to the 10, 5, touchdown, Gary Powell. Yep, another blown coverage by the Rose secondary. Little crossing pattern, crisscross, and they, 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 somebody forgot to cover Gary. Gary Powell, the tight end who really never gets the ball thrown to him a lot, has his fourth touchdown of the year, and this one probably is the sweetest for him. Yeah, on the lat, you know, for the championship, and catches a touchdown. He broke wide open. They just, just dropped coverage. 53-13. Lions lead it by 40. 7.31 to go, third quarter. Good snap. Pray to the hold. Kick by Farfsey is good. An official timeout on the field. 7.31 remaining in the third quarter. It's the Mount 55 and Rose 13. Or is it 54? It's 54, yeah. 54 to 13 here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Do you need to break free from chronic dieting or disordered eating? I'm Tanya Fasnacht-Jala, a proud MSJ grad and the author of The Mindful Me Journey, a 40-day guided journal toward a healthier relationship with food and exercise. I wrote this journaling program to help people identify their eating behaviors, discover their emotional triggers, and learn how to break free from diet culture for good. If you're ready to break free, visit Amazon today and order your copy of The Mindful Me Journey. Back at Cook Stadium here in Terre Haute. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chuck Murray. Lions leading it now 54-13. to 7.31 remaining to go in this third quarter. Third quarter. Hobbs and Heary back set to return, going from right to left. Farsing, a line drive kick. Be taken in by Heary at the 15 to the 20. 25 out to the 30, and he'll carry it out to about the 31-yard line. That's pretty good special teams coverage because he's fielding the ball in the 20, so he's only getting an, an additional 12 yards. You know, we're kicking into the wind right now. So, uh, you know, again, the, the kickoff coverage continues to be outstanding. You don't have to have a bomb for a leg in order to have a good special team kickoff coverage. Absolutely. You might just stay in their lanes and do your job. Robertson, the quarterback. Today, 12 of 23, one interception, two touchdowns. Handoff, now Robertson gets it off to Ripperta, and Ripperta takes it off to the 34-yard line. That'll be a gain of three. Ripperta today, 16 carries, 57 yards on the day. Yeah, Schlensker and Lucas Bowling in on the tackle there. Can't say enough about this line defense yeah. since the first quarter, Chuck. Yeah, again, holding them to 13 midway through the third yep. quarter is outstanding. Dropping back, Robertson looks upfield, throws it over the middle, complete to Hobbs. Hobbs at the 38, now to the 40, cuts it to the far side, and he's going to get to the 45, 50. Boy, what speed he's got into territory of the mount and run out of bounds at the 44-yard line. Yeah, he's really dangerous in space. There's no question about it. They did a pretty good job bottling him up, but he's really good in space. 
That is his fifth catch of the afternoon. First and ten at the Mount 44. Handoff Ripperta. Ripperta very patient back there yep. in the backfield. Waits for the hole to develop. Takes it down to the 42-yard line. Six eighteen left to go. Now Hobbs is coming out of the ball game. And back into the lineup is Whitestone, and the pass is thrown out into the flat to Harry. Harry with the wide receiver screen. He takes it across the 45, the 40 to the 35, and he's down at the 32-yard line, 13 yards in the catch and a first down. Yeah, quite honestly, I thought we'd see a little bit of that, a lot more of that earlier in the game. Going out wide to the right, Brandon Green. Green's caught a touchdown pass today. Dropping back, Robertson looks over the middle. Now rolls out to the right. Declan Brophy is coming up behind him. Robertson's going to just scoot out of bounds inside the 30 at the 29-yard line. And he smart, up. Yeah, I'm sorry. Smart defensively. It looked like you wanted to hit him. Just let him run out of bounds. Don't want any late hits there. It's 5:32, and running left to go in this third quarter. Boy, we couldn't wait to get this game underway. Hey, Chuck, now we can't wait to get it over. <laughs> Dropping back. Blitz Robertson. He's going to get hit as he throws, and he's got a man wide open. That's Klein incomplete. And that was all caused because the Lions had Newbold coming in and hit him as he threw. Yeah, fortunately for us, because a split second later, he was wide open. Somebody missed an assignment there. Rayshon Newbold from his linebacker position came in. Third down. And call it seven yards to go. Klein is going to move tight end right. Hobbs goes out wide right. Here he's slot left on the play. Ripperta just to the left of Robertson. Hand off Ripperta. Ripperta up the middle. He's going to break through a hole across the 25 and brought down at the 23-yard line. He's going to be shy of the first down by about a yard. It'll bring up fourth down in a yard. And what the heck? Yeah. Roll the dice. Yeah. And that's what Jeff Sokol and his offensive coordinator, Andrew Freeze, will do. Fourth down, a yard to go. Less than a yard from the 23. Need to get just outside the 22. Handoff, Ripperda. He's got Ooh, it. And I don't know. Lions are saying he didn't make it. Let's see. I think they stopped him. Officials come in. He didn't make it if they've got it where they're setting it up at. Yeah, and he didn't yeah. get it. The Lions defense holds again. Yeah, they're coming off the field. Both teams, offense, Rose, home and defense. Again, another great defensive stop by the Lions. 4.41 to go in this third quarter, Chuck. And the Lions are running away with it at a 54-13. to You know, deep down, I thought there was a chance they could – you know, beat them pretty good, but I, in my wildest dream, I didn't think it'd be 54 to 13 in the third quarter. And I thought two, three touchdowns, and we had a really good game. But they're they're just exceeding my expectations for sure. First and ten, ball at the 24 of the mount. Taylor looking over to Caleb Coral to see what he wants him to do. Now he sets it up. Mariano McKenzie in the backfield, handoff to Mo. Mo across the 25 and up to the 27 yard line after a three yard gain. Mo, 175 yards rushing, 17 carries, Chuck. Outstanding. They keep him in the ballgame. He's going to get over 200. You said 40. I'm going to say that. Yeah, you, you know, they talk about being in the zone. You know, he's in the zone today. Lions so far today, Chuck, 548 yards of total offense. It's par for the course. 
Second down. Call it seven yards to go for the Lions as they let the play clock go down. Four minutes to go. Taylor throws out to the right uh, side. Incomplete to Beecham. Yeah, a little bit of a low throw. You know, he, he kind of got his hands around it, but it was, he had to kind of die for it. I'm not sure if Cornell came up and said to the official, but the official got a laugh out of it. Dine into the ball game. Powell stays in. Beecham, they're going to bunch on the far side. That leaves Joey Newton, the single receiver, out wide to the right. Ball in the middle of the field. Third down, seven yards to go from the 27. Taylor now empty backfield as he puts McKenzie right behind the right tackle. Delvin Spradlin dropping back. Lions, Taylor throws it upfield to Newton. Complete at the 45. Out of bounds at the 48-yard line. First down, Lions, 24 yards on the catch. Yeah, back shoulder throw. It's really tough to stop. Joey with an excellent route. Josh put it where he could catch it. Excuse me, our right tackle is Donnie Lewis. Outstanding. Just a quick shout-out. Coach Sparhawk over there representing the mount, standing over on the side. And look at our visiting crowd. The stands are just full over there. we got a great following, and, boy, they're getting treated to a great game by the Lions. 3.33 3.33 to go, third quarter. Handoff right up the middle, McKenzie, across midfield into Rose Territory, inside the 45, down to the 43-yard line. Another gain of about eight yards on the play. Second down, two. 3.10 left and running in this third quarter. Yep, third quarter. 54-13. <laughs> Lions leading it. And you heard that one right also. Dropping back Taylor. Looks to the left. Now looks to the right. Rolls out. Spins. Goes out to the left. He's going to keep it himself across the 45-40. Inside the 35. And dives out of bounds near the 30-yard line. They'll say he stepped out at the 33, Chuck. That's another 13-yard gain and a first down. Yeah, great job by Josh. Again, pressure. He spun out of there to his left and rolled and just took the yardage. You know, the only thing that you worry about a little bit now is you don't, you don't want any injury in a game like this. You know, we, we're going to need him next week in the playoff game. First and boy, we can start talking playoffs I think now. we can. <laughs> I think we can. We'll do that in the fourth quarter. First down, 10 yards to go. Ball at the 33. In motion to the near side is Beecham. You don't see him in motion very often. Dropping back is Taylor. Looks towards Beecham, and he throws out to the left sideline. Incomplete. Under through Joey Newton. Yeah, just a little short. Joey ran a nice little route in and out, and uh, just he underthrew it just a little bit. 2.16 to go. These teams have played the last three years, this one included, for the... Conference championship. Rose won two years ago. The Mount last year at Schuler Field, but this one might be the sweetest. Second down, 10 yards to go from the 33. Handoff McKenzie off left tackle to the 30, and he's run out of bounds near the 24 yard line. Gary Powell pancaked his guy. He literally pancaked him. That's going to be a gain of six. It'll bring up third down four, Chuck. Two minutes to go in the third quarter. A little nerve-wracking time in the Harrington Center. It's tied at 16 in set number four, so Manchester with a little momentum after winning the third set. Boy, you don't want to see that. Yeah, I don't want to see that go to five. Then it's Russian roulette. 54-13, Mount with the lead here. Handoff up the middle, McKenzie. 25-20, first down on the play. 
He's got a gain of seven and another first down, and he's close to 200 yards. You know, Dave, I used to say when he would come in off the bench last year and parts of this year, like all good things happen when he's in the game. But, boy, since he's been starting, he's been really, really good. Absolutely. McKenzie in the backfield behind Taylor. A minute 23rd quarter. McKenzie lines up to the right of Taylor. Looks over to the left-hand side with the man in motion, dropping back Taylor. He's looking into the end zone, now looks to the left, and it is complete to Joey Newton, and Newton has it at the 15-yard line. Newton with another catch here today. Joey, six catches on the afternoon. McKenzie, according to these stats, five yards shy of 200. Wow, what a day. On 20 carries, Chuck. 10 yards a carry. <laughs> Picked a good day to have a career day. That's for sure. You were saying it, and that's a good way of terming it. He's just exploding through the ball today. Oh, he's yeah, he's hitting that hole. He's he run downhill. 33 seconds left, third quarter. Lions going from left to right. Trips out to the far side. Been a nice long drive here. Hand off McKenzie. McKenzie takes it to the 10. And they're going to mark him just shy of the 10 at about the 11-yard line. A gain of three, and that should do it for the end of the third quarter here as the Lions are just going to let it run out from the 10-second mark on. Your score at the end of three quarters of play here from Cook Stadium. It is Mount St. Joseph 54, Rose 13, one quarter away from the championship and the NCAA playoffs here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Prepare your lawn organically with safety and peace of mind by calling Pure Lawn Organic Lawn Care in Cincinnati and Dayton. Pure Lawn Organic Lawn Care is a family-owned lawn service creating beautiful and healthy properties. Pure Lawn's treatments are based on natural and organic materials. Cheaper chemical lawn programs weaken the grass and roots. Pure Lawn feeds your lawn a healthy diet of plant nutrients by using 97% less chemicals. Pure Lawn Organic offers free service calls. Pure Lawn Organic Lawn Care is the leader in Cincinnati and Dayton. Call today, 513-787-3529. The George Nickius Agency is a full-service company that offers auto, home, life, and commercial insurance needs. George is an independent insurance agent, which means he can customize your personal insurance needs according to the carrier that best represents you. By having access to many companies, George is able to help your family achieve what many agencies cannot. That's multi-policy, multi-car, paid in full, and over 55 discounts. The George Nikias Agency, serving the community since 1986. Call George today at 513-733-1255. And we're back here to start the fourth quarter. The Lions lead 54-13. to In our wildest dreams, we thought we could win and maybe even win by a few touchdowns, but not 54-13 to after three quarters. This team is... Really a special team, especially offensively, but defensively they've come to play today too, holding them to 13 points after three quarters. And, uh, the, the, you know, it's not over yet. There's another quarter, but they have to be ecstatic on that sideline. And I'll be down there uh, as we get uh, at the end of the game interviewing some folks. And real quick, Dave, uh, 22-19 we lead in the four sets, so we're a couple points away from getting to the finals. Lions now going from right to left. It is third down, less than a yard. Ball resting just about at the 11-yard line. Beecham is going to move in motion to the near side here in the opening play of the fourth quarter. Dropping back Taylor, looking into the end zone. Rolls to his right. He's going to cut it upfield. He's got the first down as he pump fakes, gets it to the five, down to the three. Eight yards on the carry, first and goal, Lions. Yeah, again, a good decision. Was looking for, for Cornell there on a, on a swing pass. He was covered, so Josh just run it. 
Again, I'm a little nervous with this big lead, him running too much here. We don't want a, a silly injury here. 54 to 13. Lions lead it 14 and a half minutes to go. Taylor looks to the sideline, first and goal from the three-yard line in the red zone. Lions were three for three in the first half in the red zone. All Taylor, here comes the blitz, throw Touchdown. into the corner of the end zone. Touchdown, Lions! <laughs> Another one, that's Zane Dine. Zane Dine with the touchdown, and the Lions have extended their lead now at 60-13. to 13. Yeah, they all out blitz, and he ran a little corner route, and you know, tough to cover that one-on-one, -on -one and made a good throw and a good catch. And I'm thinking that's probably the end of the day for Josh Taylor at this point and a lot of the guys. Farfsing will come in to attempt the extra point again. And, they and the kick the is up, and the kick is good. 14-19 left to go in the ballgame. Your score now from Rose Holman. It's the Mount 61 and Rose 13 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. DSN Sports is the official athletic supplier of Mount St. Joseph University. If you need anything for your team, league, or complex, contact Scott Lawson of BSN Sports today. BSN Sports is the largest local sporting goods provider in town. They manufacture bleachers, benches, netting, foul poles, padding, goalposts, sleds, football dummies, and screens. And if it has to do with your athletic complex, gyms, courts, weight rooms, baseball and football fields, track and field, or outfitting your teams, call BSN Sports today. Scott Lawson, 513-702-5646. Lions are going to kick it off again, leading at 61-13. to 13. Boy, you talk about differentiating two games from two years ago over here in a championship game when it was freezing cold out and the Lions lost big. Well, today it's gorgeous outside and the Lions are winning big. Yeah, it's, it's a, you know, you couldn't ask for a better performance. So the Lions will kick it off. Farson kicks it away. Here he's going to take it in at his five. Cuts it to the near side to the 10. Now he's going to get hit and dropped and run out of bounds at about the 12-yard line. The kickoff coverage today, boy, when you talk with Hop after the game, you've got to hit him up about that. Yeah, again, not just today, all season long. They've been really good. We've, we've beat this to death, really. I mean, how good it's been. And, and, you know, that wins and loses games, field position. When teams have to go, you know, 75, 80, 85, 90 yards in this case, or 89, that's tough on an offense. So, again, outstanding. Ripperdo will stay in the ballgame. So will Robertson, a quarterback, down 61-13. Boy, they did not think their season would end like this. Ripperdo right up the middle on the handoff. He'll take it out to the 15-yard line, make it the 16-yard line. Gain of about four on the play. Boy, what was that? Yeah, I, I, yeah as long as this place isn't falling down <laughs> on us. <laughs> that wasn't one of us, folks. I don't know what that bang was, but nonetheless. All right, Dave, final 25-22 mount. They move on. Nice. Ripper to, again, right up the middle to the 20-yard line, out to the 22. He's got a first down after a gain of seven. Yeah, Evan Schlensker on the tackle. I think we're going to, you know, lose a little here. It's, you know, you know you got a big lead, and you're just going to kind of let's get these last 13 minutes over with. But hopefully some kids get in there haven't got to play much get a chance to, you know, experience a championship game. First and 10 from the 23. 
Robertson's going to throw over the middle incomplete. Yeah. Tried to get it to Chase Wilkinson again. Yeah, he overthrew him right there. He was he had a chance to make the play there. On the cover was Jonah Smith. Second down, 10 yards to go. Chuck will be on the field after the game, interviewing the players and the coaches. Try to bring you the championship trophy ceremony, which the commissioner has obliged by not coming. Robertson over the middle, and that is complete on the play to Heary. Check out, that is Heary with that catch. Five-yard gain, third down, five yards to go. When the commissioner isn't here, who grants the championship trophy? I guess the deputy commissioner. And that would be? Uh, not, not sure. <laughs> you got me on the spot here. Third down, five yards to go. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. <laughs> Illegal procedure against Rose Holman. Well, I'll tell you, penalties have been few and far between here, Chuck. Yeah, they, you know, again, we've noticed they've done a really good job with uh, officiating this game. You know, the calls they made were basically really obvious. Five penalties today on Rose for 48 yards. The Lions, two penalties, 15 yards. Yeah, yeah. And Rose's, they had two uh, late hits out of bounds other than yeah. that, you know. Third down, 10 yards to go. Handoff is going to go to Heary around the left-hand side on the sweep, and he's going to be dropped right at the 21-yard line. No gain. Lucas Bowling with the tackle. That's a heck of an open field tackle right there. No gain. Fourth down. Now if you're Jeff Sokol, I mean, do you go ahead and... Nope, he's going to pull the offense off and go with the punt. Yeah, and again, like I said, I'm thinking that we'll see Tyler Prather and maybe uh, Johnny Reggers and some backup. Oh, wait, we're going to throw a flag here. That came, the back judge threw a flag about 30 yards in the air. So we're, we're clapping, so I don't know what happened here. Well, I mean, she threw it like, <laughs> seriously, 20 yards. Boy, and she is vociferously <laughs> talking about that penalty. There has to be, a, well, it's obviously against Rose Holm and some type of unsportsmanlike act. And now we'll, we'll get the call. Unfortunately, the crowd, Mike, isn't working. Unsportsmanlike yeah. conduct against Rose. You know, I, they're frustrated. You know, they came into the game you know, thinking they got a real shot at this. It's the conference championship, and to be on your home field and, and get really you know, destroyed like this has got to be devastating. So tempers are going to fly a little bit, somewhat understandable. You just hope that nothing gets crazy here where there's it gets, excuse me, any worse. That'll take it back to the 11-yard line, and that is where Toller is going to punt it away from about his own goal line. Beecham has got to put his hand up in front of his face mask to hide his eyes from the glaring sun, and Toller will kick it away. High sidewinding kick hits at the 45 and will take a rose bounce into Mount Territory and be downed at the 49-yard line. Yeah, he's punted really well. That was into the wind. He's done a nice job for them. Today. And, and I was right, Tyler Prather is in the ball game. 46 yards a kick today for Toller. Yeah, he, he's done a really nice job. He's been a nice weapon for them. And, uh, you know, unfortunately for Rose, it just hasn't been a whole lot working for them. It, you know, you're trying to stop an offense like ours. It's tough. And we noticed during the year their defense last week gave up a bunch of points. So we felt like we were going to score. And that's def definitely come to fruition. Tyler Prather, the quarterback now. Number three, the junior, 6'4", 210 pounds. Prather on the year, 40 of 73, one interception. 
and six touchdowns, and I will hit you with the question I asked you this morning about Tyler here on the air after this play. Prather with McKenzie. Fake handoff. Prather's going to throw it upfield, and it's incomplete over through Dine, who misread the coverage. Yeah. I asked you this morning, how many backup quarterbacks do you think in Division Three football have six touchdown passes? That haven't started a game. Right, yeah, because obviously if there's an injury, a guy will start and maybe have a chance at that. that. That's a really good question. I mean, for some of the teams that win their games big, like Mount Union and some of those teams, maybe they got a guy that has that. But, yeah, there's not going to be too many. Second down, 10 from the 49. Handoff McKenzie. McKenzie takes it across midfield to the 48-yard line. And according to these stats, Chuck, McKenzie's over 200 yards, That's 201 nice. today. I think somebody knows that because he's coming off now. And yep. somebody must have said, hey, maybe one of the coaches right by us said, hey, he needs a couple yards. So fantastic game by Mo. We'll try to grab him and talk to him also. This team came over here, according to Hop, focused on this game. Third down seven from the Rose 48-yard line. Prather drops back on third and seven, throws it up the right side, complete to Ari Turner at the 30, 25, cuts back to the middle of the field, and he's going to be brought down at the 21-yard line. That's going to be 27 yards on the completion. Really nice out route there by Ari, and a really nice throw there by Tyler Prather. Ball at the 21-yard line. 11 minutes and running left to go before the championship. It's nice to know that you know you got a really solid backup in Tyler. He could start for a lot of teams in this, not only in this league, but in this country. Gifford in the ball game at the running back position. Prather is going to throw it out got the left him. side. He's got Dine in the end zone. Goes up in the corner. Does he have it? Yes, touchdown, Lions. Zane Dine. Wow. Dine with the touchdown catch here this afternoon. And the Lions are on top of it. That's his second uh, touchdown catch. Flag. My guess is this one's probably on us. Probably exuberant acceleration. Is that Ari Turner? I don't know who got it, but uh, they're uh, you know again at this point with the score, we don't want to do anything that would get us kicked out of the game or anything that would come into play next week. So right. Let Let's use our heads again. They're frustrated. We're celebrating. They're frustrated that we're celebrating, and so they're going to ask. Do they want to push it back on the extra point or on the kickoff? I would say the kickoff. Couldn't I, tell what I number he yeah, said. I couldn't make out the number either. So yeah, they'll 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 let him kick the PAT here, and then it you know they'll put it on the kickoff. The referee's mic is working, but unfortunately, I think the volume control is stuck at yeah. about two. Yeah, and we're kind of in a booth here where it's hard to hear, so. They've got somebody in the press area that actually, the stat area, that goes outside the door to hear what the penalty is and then relays it to the stat crew. Farsing puts it up, and it's good. 10.43 left to go in the regular season. It's now the Mount 68, Rose 13, here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. 
10.43 left to go in the ballgame. Lions lead at 68-13. Yeah, we were just talking off air here. Maybe we'll get a vote or two for top 25 at this point, or at least others receiving votes. Well, you would think. Yeah, this is, you know, again, it's one game, but this is for a championship game to come on the road. And, and you know, Rose Holman's a good football club. And so now, you know, the big thing is where are we going to end up next weekend? You know, that maybe will be determined tonight. They won't announce it till tomorrow at 5 but hopefully Tyler will get some type of information sometime later tonight. Well, that's what he's anticipating. Now, the kickoff is going to be made from the 20 because of that unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. 10.43 left to go in the ballgame. We're going to continue to talk about that as to where the Lions may end up. Farsing will kick it off. Low line drive kick to be taken in by one of the upbacks at the 35 to the 40 and then tripping up and falling down at the 45 is Bryce Chen. Chen, a sophomore 5'11 from Chandler, Arizona. And when you look at this roster, Chuck, <laughs> they've got Indiana, Texas, North Carolina, Louisiana, Tennessee, Florida, Washington, California, Arizona, Georgia, Kentucky, Wisconsin, Alabama, all over the place. Yeah, they probably got the 50 states represented, but I think I heard last year they were ranked the number one engineering school in the country, so I can see where, if you're an engineer, you want to come here. Well, the first time I came here, they had a quarterback from San Diego. I was wondering why a quarterback from San Diego came here and didn't stay in the sunny confines of California, but because they are so good at engineering... That's why they come here. Yeah, Ripperda ran it right off the left-hand side for a gain of seven. Yeah, they probably get great jobs. Well, I know they get great jobs coming out of here, and uh, it's a, obviously a very, very highly educated uh, school, and you know they, they do a great job with their uh, their graduates. Ten minutes to go in the ball game, and running Klein, the tight end, moves in motion, handoff Ripperda. He'll take it inside the 45 of the mount. Down at the 30-44, gain of four and a first down. Yeah, we'll all be, you know, kind of wondering where we're going to go, where we're going to end up. But this score is going to open some eyes. Again, it's, you know, it's gotten out of hand a little bit. Nobody would have dreamed it would have got like this. But uh, whoever we play is going to know we got a pretty good offense. First and ten, fake handoff. Robertson's going to throw it up the right side, and it is... Caught. Oh, they're going to give it to him. Lions are saying, no, he juggled the ball, didn't complete it. But the yeah. side judge said, yes, he did. Yeah, well, and all you got to do is get one foot in. But the, our guy seemed really convinced he was bobbling it. But no instant replay, so they're going to get the call. You know, we talked, you know, last year compared to this year. Rick Easterwood is in a quarterback now, coach, for okay, gotcha. Rose Holman. Handoff goes to Ripperda. And Ripperda is going to take it inside the 15 to the 12. Go ahead. Yeah, where we were talking about, you know, th- last year was 10-0. This year's 9-1. Who's the better club? Well, in my mind, and I think yours too, this year's is the better club, even though we have a, a kind of a tainted loss. I don't have the knowledge of you of the previous right. teams prior to 2017 when I started doing games. But i got to tell you, this is one of the best ball clubs I have ever seen in college football. Yeah. With it. Ripper to off the left side. He's going to take it to the 10. Gain of about four on the play. I'm actually going to go out and say this probably is the best team we've ever had. Just And when you base it on today's performance, and it's just one out of ten, but it, this is outstanding. I mean, and offensively, I, I've never, you know, we've had some good teams and the 10-0 and teams back in the day, but this is, this is crazy good. I mean, I'd love to ask Rodney Huber that question. I'd love to ask. <laughs> 
the Baldwin Wallace coach. Coach uh, Hilbert. Yeah, what he thinks. And the pass by the new quarterback, Easterwood. Tried to get it, and it is caught by Hobbs at the four, making the five-yard line, first and goal now for Rose. Yeah, Coach Huber, I'm sure he has a soft spot in his heart for his teams, but, boy, he saw this team in action a couple weeks ago when he got inducted into the Hall of Fame, and it's impressive, I mean, what they do on offense. But, and defensively, lately, has been really, really good, too. We're going to be a tough I mean, out. Chuck, be they, a tough out. they score so many points. I don't understand how the national rankings are now. Rippert is going to run a wildcat, and he takes the snap. He runs it right up the middle. And he is close to the goal line. Let's see what they say. He's in for the score. Yep. Ripper takes it in from the five-yard line. 7.40 to go in this ball game, And now it's 68-19. to 19. Yeah, I, you know, the, I'll, I'll, it'll be interesting to see if there's any type of voting. And, but, again, I, I go back to, unfortunately, this year was a little better. Last year we were the only team to win a non-conference game. This year was a little better, but the league – has got to do well in the non-conference and win a playoff game. And the extra point attempt is up by Rayburg, and it is good. We'll take a timeout, 7.40 to go in the ball game. It's now the Mount 68, Rose Holman 20 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Sometimes circumstances require the services of a private investigator. And when that happens, contact Official Investigations and Security Services in Cincinnati. They specialize in surveillance, insurance fraud investigations, workers' comp, witness location and protection, accident reconstruction, and stolen auto and construction equipment. Official Investigations and Security Services also provides mobile notary services throughout the tri-state area. So for your needs, call the best. Courtesy, professionalism, experience, and results. Official Investigations and Security Services at 844 263 3424. 7.40 to go in the ballgame and 68.20. The Mount leads it here in the championship game. Chuck will be down on the field afterwards to talk to the players and coaches. I think there's a little celebrating going on here early, even though there's still 7.40 to go in the game. Turner and Beecham back set to return this kickoff high short kick that will be taken in by Devin Donaworth at the 30. Donaworth cuts it to the middle of the field and just sits down at the 32. Yeah, smart decision by Devin there. Again, why get into some crazy collision and get injured? Just take your yardage there, fall down, and let's just run a few plays, hopefully run some clock and try to get the heck out of here. Well, everybody pretty much is in agreement that we're not going to get a home playoff game, which means we'll be on the road someplace next week. Now, there's a lot of teams where we, we could be going, Coach. And Right now, first and ten. Prather handoff up the middle to Gifford, and Gifford takes it out across the 30, gets it out to the 35-yard line, a gain of four. I mean, you're looking, you know, my gut feeling has been for the last three weeks to paw yeah. for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, I'd take that. I mean, they're very, very good. But, you know, we're very good, too. So, Could it know. be Alma again? You think they'd pair that up again? I don't think so. But, you know, I'm not on that committee, so I don't know. Yeah. You've got Mount Union, who's number two in the country. But, hey, if you're going to beat the best, yeah. if you're going to win it, yeah. you got to beat the best. Yeah. Well, Gifford's around the right-hand side, and Gifford takes it across the 35. Gains a couple out to the 37-yard line. Brings up third down and 
And about four yards to go. And if you're going to be the best, you got to beat the best. Wherever we go, I've, we're going to be a tough out. I've told you what I've thought about Mount Union before and going over there. I mean, they play basically in a, in a grandstand of an old county farm uh, fair type atmosphere. The university, because they made so much money with playoff appearances, they dropped it in the middle of a ghetto city. <laughs> and that's exactly what it is in Alliance, Ohio. 6.20 to go. And that's no disrespect towards the university. Prather is going to throw it up the f- field to Joe King, and it's incomplete. Overthrew him by a yard. Yeah. 6.14 left. I would think they would punt it away, but yeah, it looks like they're going to go for it. Well, why not? Yeah, yeah. No. They're now they're bringing yeah, in the punting. Yeah, I figured that. And it will be Dame Wood punting it away. I don't think you need to go forward up 48 points with six minutes to go. That Where's your daringness? Where's your challenge? Well, plus you want him to punt, you know, get a little more experience in these kind of games. And because next week, you know, you'd love to think you're not going to punt, but why so serious? <laughs> Dave Wood will punt it away from his oh, 37. See? There's a low snap, and he. Gets it away, though. A sidewinding kick. <laughs> oh, boy. Taken into the 20. Dropped by Hobbs. And the Lions, I think, are going to jump uh, on it. Or did Hobbs get it back? They got it back, I think. Hobbs got it back <laughs> at the seven-yard line. Yeah, we had a shot. A couple guys, but that ball bounces funny ways, you know, and couldn't quite jump on it. But, yeah, again, that's why, I'm, you know, you do your special teams there and your guys get a chance to run down and your kicker or punter gets a chance to punt it. And, and the snap, you know, we can't have those bad snaps. 6.03 remaining to go. Rose Hallman with the football back at their own seven-yard line, and they are around Andrew Freeze, their offensive coordinator. First down, 10 yards to go for the engineers. Quarterback is Rick Easterwood out of Bakersfield, California. Bakersfield. Handoff goes off to Smith, and Smith is going to take it up to the 10-yard line. Big Bang Theory, they were located <laughs> in Bakersfield, I believe. I give the Rose Holman faithful credit. They're still here cheering their team on. It's still pretty crowded on this side. Pretty crowded over on the far side, too. Yeah, they're a little more happier, too. Yeah. So are the team in white on the far side, Chuck. Yep. 5.35 left to go. Dropping back is Easterwood. He's going to roll out to the left and throw it out to the left, complete at the 20-yard line. Making the catch on the play is Elijah Silva out of Indio, California. That was a really nice throw and catch. Boy, he, he threw it before he broke, hit him right in stride. Very nice play. One of these kids, Coach, if they get an opportunity, they could be putting together the blueprints for your new baseball stadium. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Ball across the 20 out to the 23-yard line by Smith. My son Ryan's working for a company, and the owner's the one that built the Earlham baseball field, so you never know. Second down, seven yards to go. Boy, the ride home is going to be so much more sweet. Dropping back now. Handoff goes to Smith, and Smith is going to take it up to the 25-yard line. 
also want to mention my son Patrick and my daughter Elizabeth are, are listening too and enjoying this victory, getting texts from them. and So it's all good. And the Murray from my, my wife, Melissa, don't want to leave her out. They just want to know when you're coming home <laughs> so they can get everybody out. Probably, <laughs> probably. And I'm going to get ready to head down there in a minute or so to interview some folks. It's going to be outstanding down there on the field. And Easterwood drops back. He's going to throw it over the middle, and he's got a man complete near the 30-yard line. And dropped right there is the receiver, Brandon Green. Under four minutes and running left to go. First and ten, ball at the 30. The celebration about to begin for the Lions, and it has been going on here in the fourth quarter. Handoff off the left-hand side across the 20, 35. And that'll be a gain of about six, make it second down, four yards to go. Fake handoff, now Easterwood hands it off right up the middle and smothered immediately is Smith, the running back, and he was hit and dropped by Daniel Gray, a freshman defensive lineman out of Indianapolis, and now another player for Rose Holman is hurt, one of the offensive linemen with 2.59 remaining to go, and he's just trying to get himself off the field, and he will need help getting off the field so the mount is going to finish now with a record of nine and one they've gone 19 and one over the past two seasons folks 14 and0 in conference play well you can't get much better than that 68 to 20. And that one loss, boy, is it disputable. Third down, five yards to go. Easterwood, the quarterback. Fake handoff, drops back on third down, throws it up the field, and it is incomplete. No flag on the play. They're going to let it go. And that will bring up fourth down. Tried to get it upfield to Brandon Green and Good defensive play in the backfield by the Lions, Christian Washington. Fourth down, five yards to go. Lions with press coverage on the outside, and now Rose is going to go ahead and punt the football away with 2.46 remaining. Good snap, Toller gets the ball away. Good, good punt. That Hunsell was back there set to return. He's going to let it just bounce out of bounds at the 25-yard line. That was a 40-yard punt. And that's been a 45-yard average all day long for Toller, who's the best in the conference. 2.37 left to go. Lions now will probably just run out the clock. Doubt seriously if Jeff Sokol uses the timeouts at the end of this one. Chuck has made his way down onto the field. 
pick up some players for interviews. Prather the quarterback, handoff right up the middle. That's Reger, and Reger takes it out to the 30-yard line, gain of five on the play. Jonathan Reger has been the cleanup man for the Lions this year. 38 carries, 221 yards off the bench, usually at the end of the games, and he's got four touchdowns this year. Joe King comes out wide to the left-hand side. Prather looks at the play clock down to 15 now. And he's talking with Jonathan Reger, and he keeps looking back at the play clock. Now it goes to 10. Prather with it, 7 on the play clock, handoff Reger. Reger off the right side is going to be stacked up and brought down at the 31-yard line. Gain of about a half yard, I would say. And Prather now third down, four yards to go. Not sure what the crowd was screaming about. Well, here comes the championship trophy for the Lions. Out of the press box here, and they're going to make their way down to the field with it. Twelve seconds to go in this play clock. A minute 15 to go in the game. Handoff off the right-hand side across the 30 out to the 33-yard line by Noah Harville. Harville, the wide receiver from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And he was stopped about a yard shy of the first down. 57 seconds to go to the championship. Lions on the sideline celebrating. The trophy on its way down to the field. Chuck on the field getting ready to talk to some players. Prather with 43 seconds to go. Hands it off. Up the middle goes to Rager. Rager to the 35-yard line. That's going to be a first down for the Lions, and they can run out the clock with the football. The Lions hugs all over the place here this afternoon. They have just dumped the Gatorade on Coach Tyler Hopperton for the first time this season. 23 seconds. They don't have to run another play. The championship is going to belong to the Mount St. Joseph Lions this afternoon. They have come to Rose Holman and dominated things here in Terre Haute as Tyler Hopperton and Jeff Sokol meet at midfield. The Lions win it here this afternoon by a final score of 68 to 14 here today, or 68 to 20 here this afternoon over Rose Holman. When we come back, Chuck will have interviews down on the field after this. My mom used to take Logan and I to Skyline. Since I got my driver's license, now he makes me go with him all the time and drive him there. I come home and he's just like at the door and he's like, can we please go to Skyline? I'm like, Logan, chill, we just got home. But it's fine with me because I love it too. Because it's like the one place that we actually have like a conversation. That just became like something really special for us and now we do it all the time and we just love it. Skyline Chili, 5137 Delhi Pike. For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. Lions have won the championship here this afternoon in Terre Haute, Indiana, as both teams gather around midfield and shake hands, and the Lions have won it by a final score here today of 68 220, the final score. Now the question is, do the Lions, where do they go? Will it be DePaul? Will it be Alma? Will it be Mount Union? 
Could it be hope again? Who knows where they're going to end up playing in the playoff game sometime next Saturday as the Lions are celebrating here today as well they should. Mariano McKenzie, 22 carries, 202 yards, and he has got to be the most valuable player of this ball game for the Lions. Josh Taylor, 18 of 31 for a quarterback rating today of 198.6. He had 283 yards. He broke the single-season touchdown mark that Chayton Tomlin held of 40. He needed two. He got six. He has thrown 45 touchdown passes this season in the regular season, and the Lions have won the conference championship once again, second year in a row that they have done it, and third, by the way, in the last five years, the one that they won five years ago, they tied for the conference championship, didn't go to the playoffs, but nonetheless, they still won the conference title. The t-shirts are going to be doled out. Joe Sparhawk, the assistant athletic director for the Lions over there. Chuck also handing out some of the t-shirts here this afternoon as the Lions win it by that final score. Like we said, over the last two years, this Lions football team has not lost a conference game. They are 14-0, 7-0 in each season. And on top of that, they have gone 10 and 0 last year, 9 and 1 this year. They're 19 and 1 and like we have said, that loss at hope, boy, it is disputable when you look at the video of Cornell Beecham's catch in the front corner of the end zone. The players are all over Joe Sparhawk and Chuck Murray down on the field across the way. Boy, the Lion faithful, they came out here in truckloads to cheer on the Lion players in this one. And the championship trophy ceremony will be held here in just a few minutes. But second consecutive year, Lions are going to the playoffs. We don't know where. We know it will be next Saturday. We don't know what time. But somehow, some way, we will be somewhere in the NCAA playoff tournament in one of the final 32 teams next week. Boy, what a season this has been for the Lions. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk to some of the players after this. What or who is Nesco Resource? We're a nation of individuals who are passionate about helping our communities and the people in them. How do we do it? We're maniacal about client relationships. We get to know you, what you're looking for, what you value, and what your goals are. We then use that information to find the best candidates for the job, giving you a strategic advantage in your market. We're supported by the best technology and recognized across the industry. All of this helps you succeed. One partner, endless possibilities. Play, but I think, you know, going forward, this might be the best team the Mounts ever had. Yeah, I'll let you know in about a week. Uh, back to work. We got some bonus ball now. And ultimately, this team's explosive. They love to play the game, and I know they're excited for at least one more. You know, defensively in the first half, a couple breakdowns. They made some plays, but to hold this team to basically 20 points, 
you, 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 you're going to score way more than 20. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is overall at the end of the game, that's how I thought our defense would play. We kind of started out on our heels a little bit, but I thought they answered great, and the offensive numbers speak for themselves. Yeah, you got you have to be really proud of this group. Uh, you know, a bunch of fifth-year guys and older guys, as you said, they work in the weight room. Uh, yeah, fantastic job. Congratulations. Can't wait till next week. Yeah, same here. Thank you. Right. Thanks, guys. We're going to grab somebody else here. Dave, if you give me a second here, I'll grab. These guys are all celebrating. I'm going to get Mo McKenzie, if, or they're getting a picture here. All right, let me send it back up to you for a minute, and then after the picture we'll get some more interviews. And that's checked down on the sidelines, so we – Hope to bring you more interviews here this afternoon. Of course, he's about 75 yards away from me, so trying to find him out in the middle of this pickle is uh, interesting as he's trying to find players to talk to and the coaching staff here this afternoon. There's Chuck over on the sideline. He's trying to get an interview with Mo McKenzie here this afternoon as Mo is with his family getting some pictures taken. But the Lions win it here this afternoon, 68 to 20. What an outstanding effort here this afternoon by the Lions and their team. The Heartland Conference Athletic Champions this year for the second straight year, the Mount St. Joseph Lions. First time they have ever done it in school history, two years in a row. Tyler Hopperton in his seventh year has won three conference titles. He's been to the playoffs now. This will be his second year in the seven. Him and his coaching staff, Caleb Coral and Rick Thompson, all taking this team to greater heights than anybody has ever seen as head coach of Mount St. Joseph University. Let's go down now to the field. I thought we were about ready to go down to the field with Chuck to bring more interviews here this afternoon. This is what happens in live radio, folks, as we are trying to communicate with Chuck down on the sideline. And now he will come over and talk with another player. We got Greg Bailey here. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Your offensive line did a great job. Kids did a great job. The whole team did a great job. Yeah, yeah. congratulations. Congrats. We're looking for Mo McKenzie and Josh Taylor here. We're in amongst the chaos here, so we can find him. Greg Bailey, of course, the assistant offensive line coach. We're getting pictures all over the place here. What an outstanding effort here today by the Lions. We're going to grab Coach Andrew Weeks. Coach, congratulations. Thank you, uh, Coach Murray. Uh, how about that offensive line play today? It was a great day up front. Um, you know, we thought in game planning that we were going to have a lot of Great looks. Um, they mixed up a lot of different fronts, but we had the guys prepared. Um, so ultimately, we were able to win this game physically up front. Yeah, Mo just looked like he was running downhill all day. Yes, sir. Um, and that's, you know, when this offense is at the best, we can run the ball, we can pass the ball, and um, ultimately today, Mariano was our guy. Yeah, it looked, it looked unstoppable. Thanks, Coach. Congrats. Right, we're going to work our way over here and try to find it's, – it's, it's chaos down here. Everybody's <laughs> celebrating and happy and – it's a great day for the Lions, and we're going to grab Coach Coral. Coach Coral, congratulations! Thank you. Sir. Thank you. We uh, we coming up there. You called a, a fantastic game. You could run or pass. You really much did what you wanted to do today. Yeah, the boys executed the game plan, and you know we were really focused during the week, and 
we just talked about it, just attacking on every snap, and I thought they did a great job of that. The one time we got snopped, you know, we knew uh, get back out there and, and do the thing, getting the two for one, you know, at the end of the half right. and the start of the second half. Kids just did such a good job of just executing the game plan, and that's what the results are when you do that. Hey, offensive line was tremendous. Oh. Mo ran downhill yeah. all game. Jo- it was just outstanding. Yeah, good for Mo, man, and, you know, he's a – Starter and then was a backup last year and then worked his butt to get back here in a 200-yard game. O-line had to replace Danny, which is really difficult to do. Those boys have stepped up and done everything we asked them to do, so just really proud of those guys. I know you haven't you know, coached a long time. You're a young guy, but offensively, this has got to be a coach's dream. This is unbelievable, man. It's hard to put into words. This is literally what I've dreamed about since I was a little boy, and these kids are allowing us to, to, to put this, you know, this offense where we want it to be and they were dreams when we started seven years ago and now it's happening it's just hard to kind of fathom the points you guys put it looks like basketball (laughs) scores and i call you the mad scientist (laughs) and they're drawing up plays and everything like that but it's a tremendous tremendous i mean to to score this many points against rose holman on their home field for a championship i don't i mean we all were optimistic but i don't think any of us thought we could do this not me i mean (laughs) we we talk about it and you know we were kind of eyeing that 35 42 mark and just seeing us what we're doing uh, first half and then being able to follow it up in the second half. Just tremendous, tremendous job by the assistant coaches and these players. They've all bought into what we're trying to do here. Well, I know my comment was, one, the first of 40 was going to win, which was us. But the <laughs> second thing, I, I, not only you guys coach well, you recruit well and, yeah. and, and develop players so well. Yeah. The guy, the improvement these guys have made in their four or five years that are here, especially the upperclassmen, tremendous. A, a tremendous asset to you and, and your coaching staff and Tyler, the head coach, and the offensive staff. Everybody just doing a great job. Yeah, I really – I mean, you can't say enough. We have really talented players, but they're really good kids, and they work really hard. And like you said, it's a coach's dream. You know what I mean? You, you're around it long enough. You have, you have some groups that will buy into it and some don't, but this group is just all the way in on what we're trying to do, and it's just – you know, kudos to them and kudos to their families. Well, I can tell you this. Whoever we play next week, they're, they're going to be in for, We're going to be a tough out. No yeah. matter where we play, no matter where we go. Congratulations. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, we're going to try to find Josh. We're going to try to find Mo. We told him we wanted to talk to him, and we're, we're going crazy around here. Let's see what we can find here. Chuck Murray down on the sideline. There's side Josh line. Taylor. All right, Josh. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Uh, what about your offensive line today? Oh, my goodness. They played absolutely out of their mind, both pass game and run game. We felt like they were a really good defense, and we felt like we were able to do really whatever we wanted because of them. So they played incredible and completely out of their mind. So, heck, yeah. Yeah, and then Mo running downhill all the game? The whole game. He allowed everything else to open up. Even sometimes the run game wasn't there, and he was able to make his own hole and just run through people. And as long as he plays like that, we're, we should win a lot of football games going forward. Yeah, and congratulations, you broke the single-season record for touchdown. I know that's kind of almost seems like in the back of everybody's mind now because this tremendous victory, but you played outstanding. I commented all along your decision-making has been really, really good this year, especially down the stretch. I don't think you made a bad decision today, and you know you took the runs when they were there. The, the guys aren't open. You'll take your positive yard. So, again, yeah. congratulations. Let's go get a playoff win. Yes. Yeah, so Let's do it. Yeah. The Mount deserves it, and our guys, the way we work, we deserve it. So we just got to keep going after it, and let's just do it. Congrats. See Thank you. Next you. Week. Thank you. All right, we got Mo McKenzie. Mo, I'll tell you what, I was commenting up there. You were like running like a man possessed. <laughs> you were running downhill the whole game. You got 200 yards. Uh, outstanding. Right, thank you so much. I had to do what I had to do. No to secure the dove. Yeah, it was awesome performance. I mean, you just looked like you were hitting the hole so hard, running hard, running fast. They didn't want no part of you, and you could just tell from the beginning that you had a, You were kind of in the zone today. Ah, uh, yeah. We're not going to waste any time. Put it on them early, soften them up a little bit. That opens up every other aspect of the offense. What do you think about your offensive line today? 
Oh, they did outstanding. They were blocking left and right. Hey, I wouldn't. This wouldn't happen without them. They some men, grown men. Yeah, they. Uh, they. I mean, they. You were running really left, really well at the beginning, and then the holes were up on the right. And every a bad run for you was three or four yards. <laughs> Uh, 200 yards. Congratulations. Keep it up next week. Thank you. Hey, what's, ne what's next, Mal? Yeah, let's what's go. next? Let's go. Let's All right. Thanks, Mo. Dave, back up to you. All right. Thanks. Chuck Murray on the sideline here this afternoon as the Lions win it by a final score of 68-20 to 20 here this afternoon. And as Chuck said, who knows? Where in the world are they going to be next week? Where, I mean, it's almost like, where's Waldo? Where is the Mount going to be next week? Will it be DePauw? Will it be other places? Uh, could be Hope. Could be Elma. Could be Mount Union, number two team in the country. Who knows? But the Lions are going to be somewhere next week playing in the NCAA playoffs. I'm Dave Mitchell. Chuck on the field. We'll be back with more after this. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New Heights, right? That's why you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. Because my parents told me I have to be responsible. Because my first coach told me you can do this. Because my teacher helped me see the choices. Because my coach treated me like everybody else. Because my boss showed me how to do a good job. Because a mentor believed in my potential. Is why I am where I am today. I'm swimming faster than I ever dreamed I could. I discovered that I could work as an artist. I led my high school team to two championships. I am a valuable employee. I have a career that I am passionate about. I will be whatever I want to be. What can you do? What can you do? Like all young people, youth with disabilities should grow up expecting to work and succeed. For more information, visit whatcanyoudocampaign.org. Dave Mitchell right back here at Cook Stadium. And with us now down on the field, of course, is... Uh, Chuck Murray, Chuck, playoffs next week. Talk a little bit about your final thoughts on this one today. Yeah, this was clearly the most... Well, and we've lost Chuck as Chuck turned off the microphone and evidently is talking through the phone. So nonetheless, anyway, we're going to wrap it up here from Rose Holman. The Lions win it here this afternoon by a final score of 68 to 20 here today and win the Heartland Conference Championship.